Welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic. And today we have with us Joey Hamilton, winner of season three, coach season 12, owner of Revolt Tattoos. It, the list goes on. What else do we have to add in that? For myself, oh, that's, that's about it. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't, I don't like to brag. <laughs> you'll let me do it for you? No, well, no, I don't even right, like I'll, that, honestly. Let, but, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's You know, that's one thing. It's like when people put you on the point and you're like, I don't know how many conversations I've been in and they're like, oh, this is one of the best in the world. And I just chuckled mm-hmm. to myself thinking like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I know where my place is at and it's nowhere near that, but I you're, just kind of. You you're know. living in a, in a different fantasy world every once in a while too then, huh? Yeah. I think I get that. People tell me all the time, like, wow, you're great. And you're like, yeah, I fucking lost to Joey. And now Joey's saying that he's not even the best in the world. So who the fuck am I? Right. Dude, no, well, you got to be the best in the world. That's, that's my take. I got that. beat by the best. There you go. Well, you went yeah. back, though. You went back another time. so And got beat by the other best in the world. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You need to keep harping this in. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> and how are um, you doing? I want to know how you're doing. I know you, you interview all of us all the time, but. I've how am I doing? Couple. Yeah, I listened to a couple. And, you know, I haven't got to go out on the the tattoo scene thanks for listening oh you're welcome buddy it's definitely what's, cool what's to... been keep well i'm gonna ask you what's let me answer your question first and then, I'm, then i already know a couple of things i want to hit about yeah. what's been keeping you busy but what have i been doing chasing away depression i don't know um living life at both i don't even know what i'm doing anymore to be honest <laughs> well um but i'm doing a lot of these podcasts and i'm meeting amazing amazing like my my life is is turning into like some weird fantasy, like where you're talking with somebody and they start telling you you're the best in the world. Well, fucking, Hey dude, you are living that reality for a minute. Cause it would probably be a lot cooler. Right. (laughs) And, uh, it's worked for, I I met Darren McCarty yesterday. So I'm happy. No, you may not, you know, if if you're from Detroit, then, you know, because he was hockey, you know? Oh, nice. Dude. I just, I just finished my hockey game just 10 minutes ago. And, uh, Golden Knights pretty much got eliminated for this season, so it kind of sucks. But well, you 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 play yourself? No, no. I just I uh, follow the team. You know our okay. Vegas team, like religiously. You know, I was wondering you're kind of old for these beer leagues. I dude, I tell you, it's you know me. I'm competitive, and I'm like, can I get? I I've never played this sport. I used to play sports all the time. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. Like, should I get out there? <laughs> have you tried? I have all? not. I mean, I rollerbladed before, but. Mm-hmm. I just, I you know, I've, I, I just send me the video. Topic. There you go. Yeah, look yeah. at that throwback. Was that yeah. um, blade? That wasn't Blades of Glory. I don't candy knows some old some old hockey ice skating movie. I've watched that probably a hundred times because it's one of my wife's favorite. The Cutting Edge. No, <laughs> That's no. how quick it comes. Hey, um. But no, I recently, my friend, a great, my best friend in Florida, he's a hockey player. Of course, he lives in one of those crazy states where it's where there's no ice and he plays a game where he plays. So uh, and he's my age. He's older than me, actually. And I don't know how he does it. I went out there on the ice. We used to play when we were kids. And so I laced up and I'm thinking this is going to be like, you know, riding a bike. I'll, I'll be behind everybody. I was sure. But I was just 
going in circles, the puck and everybody else moving around me. I don't think I made it off the blue line once, you know, right. <laughs> Trying to chase Make the puck. You got to turn around the 10 feet and turn around. That's all it was. It was like me just doing sprints or something slowly and poorly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's so much of an art to keeping those, those blades moving quick. And yeah. I just ain't got it. Yeah. I, I realized that, uh, probably about 10 seconds into me going, yeah, I want to get out there. And I get on there and be 10 seconds later, like, yeah, this is stupid. I, I This is just funny little quick. I've always been, I play basketball pretty much my whole life. And I went out, one of the kids at the shop was like, oh man, let's go out there. And he came up to my house and we played. And I yeah, get serious. I, I, I fell on my face. I've never, I mean, I've never got juked out of my shorts. <laughs> oh, I fell over, hey. scraped my knees. I'm like, what a dumbass. <laughs> yeah we're getting old huh what yeah. about volleyball you were also a champion at volleyball am i wrong yeah no i i tried out for the air force team back in the day i didn't make the team but i at least made it made it past the first couple tryouts which was there's probably 50 guys walking on and i well, there's only three of us that made it that far so i was proud of myself for that i played probably competitive for maybe 10 years but so is that a sport that you're going to turn to now? Because you can go to now, the bar and get everybody drunk I'm telling there. You, golf. golf. Oh yeah, that's going to be it. Like just the easy, <laughs> lackadaisical, you know, hit the ball fifty yards. <laughs> getting the getting the caddy. Yeah. yeah. And drive back to it. Uh, but then I don't know. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. That's all I wanted to get. Why asking? <laughs> Am you, I doing you know, well? Yeah, yeah. You Thank know, you. It, it's. It sounds like you are. I think you're staying motivated. Oh, yeah. You're doing this. You know what I mean? You got you. It's got to be cool to be talking to people from the show. You know, a lot of times we don't meet everybody from the mm -hmm. show, and it's probably cool that you're getting to have great yeah. conversations with them. You know, I'm actually having to learn more about the show at the same time. You know what I like? Um, a lot of seasons I didn't really watch. They're painful. How many yeah. do you catch? Many of the seasons you're on twelve. Well, I but still like. I still. I've always been a fan of the show. Yeah. Have I liked it as much? Probably not. But I still, especially if there's somebody that we know going back or, right. you know, I get more invested when I know somebody, uh, you know, some seasons I'll just catch the last couple of ones, especially if I know I'm going to the finale. So I know who's, who's who or type of thing, you know? Oh, they're still inviting you, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the last couple of years they had it in Vegas. So, oh yeah they have to invite you there yeah yeah i'm like right here <laughs> yeah i don't know i think they might be done with me i think i yelled at them at one point who knows i think they got soft hearts you know god bless yeah, them now they it, <laughs> it is what it is you know they're they're nice to you when they want to be yes yes i i have found that to be true and they they will they will get you to believe that they're nice to you or they always have the best of intentions yeah. did you but you won so that's not a conspiracy necessarily there that you're going to expose what, but what, uh, or, or do you feel that? Did they come to you in any way? No, no. Did they come I, to you and tell you you were going to win. <laughs> right. Well, uh, uh, don't cut that and paste it where I said, right. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yes. Candy, you know what to do. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, I, I, I have that same feeling, you know what I mean? What ours was so new, like season three was, still fresh mm -hmm. like we didn't have we didn't have that where you could we've seen 10 seasons you know whatever it is now but you know you see certain things you know th that i've always questioned 
you know, and some of it is art based and some of it is gameplay based. And some of it is like, you know, you just, you're wondering what's behind the scenes. You know, I've had conversations with other judges from other shows that were very similar mm-hmm. and all day they're like, yeah, they get, they get told who, who's going to win. So is, is that, that was on show? another show? Not, not ink master. Not correct. Correct. On another show that was very similar. Right. The, the guy pretty much was point, point blank was like, Oh yeah, no, I had to sit there and argue and yell. And you know what I mean? Like they're like, right. Oh, that was way better and type stuff. So, so yes, like the producers it, it were pushing for one thing. The producers on some shows, they, they have a ulterior motive and end game motive, you know? And, you know, if you look at my season, like it's, I don't even want to question it because then I'm going to question me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do because you know? I, I mean, even though I didn't win, I come back and I wanted to imagine the whole time that, that America wanted me back and the, um, it, there was some skill and all this kind of stuff. And it wasn't just my, my attitude. And, and, but, but at the same time, you kind of begin to realize there is some game is a gamesmanship. There's control in, on the production side to make something right. interesting. And if right. you're collateral damage, because your story isn't what they, what you need it to be. Looking at all of it. Yes. There's definitely, you know, I don't know how many times that if somebody was talking shit about somebody, that person shows up in the room, you know, that's just TV. Like if you're sitting there arguing, if you're sitting there doing something, they Did that happen to you on the situation. season three. Uh, well, not me personally, but I mean, like, like when tattoo baby and Josh were getting into it and he called her a bitch and, you know, I was in the room when they were like, Hey, you guys go over there and talk. And you know what I mean? Like, so you see, they want to put they... people in uncomfortable situations, you know? Yeah. When I had a problem with, um, Jason Clay Dunn <laughs> for yeah. a brief second. Uh, when I had a problem, they, they were quick to put us in a room together. But yeah. the, that little guy with his porky pig smile, I couldn't be mad at him. I know, man. I, How can you be mad at that little <laughs> leprechaun motherfucker? <laughs> I couldn't act it. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I wanted to try and play it up for the camera because, you know, they were kind of being like, yeah, dude, can you, you're mad. And then you're like, you're mad about it, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty pissed about it, really, to be honest, man. They should have done, yeah. You should have done me better. <laughs> then he gave me that little smile. Like, she oh, makes right, me my right. breakfast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the only thing I could say is, you know, as I liked my experience on there because of the people, you know what I mean? Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't feel like ours was as cutthroat as especially some of the other seasons. Like you watch those other seasons and it's like, well, you have a knowledge of it too. season 12 to season three. What, what were some of the bigger differences? Well, as soon as I saw I was going up against Ryan, I knew I was losing. <laughs> Is that Ryan Ashley? One, yeah, one million Twitter followers against my, uh, you know, fifty thousand. I wasn't winning that one. <laughs> well, come on, I again, it is based on your talent. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't tattoo, so it wasn't really. Oh, but were you guys judges? Yes. Yeah. Well, coaches, we were I mean. uh, coaches. Yeah. And it's always right funny to listen to him after the fact because, like, even after with the, our challenge, our art challenge to give the skulls out, uh, Dave mm-hmm. had made a comment like during the show, like, "Oh man, I think Joey's was better," <laughs> and you're like, "You think at the time, yeah, <laughs> but you voted the other way." Right away, he he said that during the show. Sh- well, like, like on Twitter or yeah, like, like they, oh, man. a couple of times where 
I think Oliver and Dave was doing a live on Instagram when the show was going on and it was Walter season and Walter <clears> killed the <throat> tattoo sausage, you know, sausage. Yeah. Sausage <laughs> yeah. killed the tattoo. And they both were like, Oh man, Walter sausage killed that one. And then <laughs> Oliver goes, Oh yeah. Scott, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's always funny. I mean, that's, that's art, art subjective. You know what I mean? Like I've always thought that, like I look at people's tattoos and some of the people that have won and you're like, how could that win? But I'm always <clears> been <throat> a, a, a realism based artist. So like TJ pool, like I was, I gravitated, gravitated towards that tattoo way more, but that's just my style. So I have to respect the other styles, you know, now. And I see that more like, you know, every day I'm tattooing down in the shop, I'm tattooing next to a traditional guy, Jason Trenton. I mean, he pulls out some crazy stuff that's very traditional and I wouldn't tattoo it or I, I probably, maybe I'll wear one one day, but you know what I mean? I just don't, I never had that appreciation for it yet. So I do. I, I feel like uh, just going down to Cocoa Beach and hanging out with Mark Longenecker, I brought, yeah, I got a new appreciation style. for his yeah. style. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> when you get down there, it made it all sense. Just like uh, going to New, I say this the same, but if you go to New Orleans, there's like an art kind of style there. It doesn't really fit so many other places, you know? Yeah. If you brought it back home, well, it'd fit in Vegas, never mind. But yeah, that kind of art, that um, it, it's, it's unique to almost a locale or something, you know? And traditional art, very similar. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, like I said, art is just, it's cool to see different styles go on that show and compete. I, that's the only thing I, I would think would, I would hope would change it someday is the judges would either expand or change. Did it happen to you that tattoos took over so much of your life that you've lost other aspects? Like, you know, it's the life right now is a grind for sure. You know, I'm still tattooing six days a week. Good so Lord. Pretty much. And you're running the shop. Oh yeah. More, well, I got, I mean, I got a really, really good GM in place that okay. he's doing like Raphael, you know, you've met Raphael. So he's yeah. doing most of the, the grunt work for everything. And I'm just tattooing. I do go in there and give my two cents and like, I'm definitely pushing the business in a certain way, but he does all the bill pays and, you know, all the mundane stuff that, that, that guy has to do. So. But he also <laughs> that, that's how far you're removed from it. He does this stuff that I don't want to. Yeah. You got him washing your car. Is that what you're saying? No, no. My apprentice. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. Apprentice are supposed to wash cars. I know I've heard some apprentice complain about that very thing. And yeah. uh, I was like, man, fuck you, kid. <laughs> right. I know I'd wash his car and build his fence. Kind of crazy that. I, I see both both aspects of that, like the good and the bad of like why is it is to break somebody down, but to but I I look at it as I'm breaking them down to get ready for the most difficult part they've ever had in their life. You know what I mean? Right. I look at it. I just look at it like I need a car wash, man. Quit complaining. Right. You're fucking on the low right. end of the totem pole. Right. <laughs> Enjoy it. Well, or or just put your best into it. Maybe one day you'll be able to boss some other kid around. Like yeah. Bastard. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't apprentice anybody anymore. When was the last apprentice you had? I have one right now. Oh, wow. You know, I, How's I it going? Well, I didn't really want to, you know, mm, I and do it, know <laughs> it's, it's kind of uh, more out of necessity. 
you know, the, with the, with shop, the shop or for what? Yeah. With the shop being as big as it is. And we need to kind of homegrown, home grow a couple guys to like run stores for us at some point, or, you know, trust people in key spots type of thing. So are, are you spreading out the franchise as well? Are you a part of that franchise as it spreads out? Of revolt. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah, Walter's my, up there in Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he just came to me and says, Hey, I want to move. And I'm like, where are you moving? <laughs> he says, Utah. I said, well, do you want to open a shop or not? <laughs> and he kind of took a couple of days and says, yeah, let's, op- let's look. And then we had a spot pretty quick. That's, you know, that's kind of crazy. Most of my shops have been like that where they either call us or something like that happens. Like we're not, I'm not out there progressively pursuing, you know, if I oh, was, okay. If I was, you know, there would be ten more revolts right now. Right. There could but be, that also could thing. weaken their their uh, their pull, right? That so so it might be a great strategy. Yeah. Well, they, they ask us. The, the company we're dealing with asks us like once a month. Hey, we got we got a, a mall in this town. Do you want to go? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. So I mean, I don't want to be. I I want to have a good solid key players in place, you know, and then expand where we know we can trust the people. Cause that's the biggest thing in our business, you know, is there's, there's tons of people trust. You, can't trust. you know, you can't, you turn to turn your back and there's two seconds later, they're just doing whatever Still, they want to do. They'll pull on a knife out. Yeah, I do know. Nah, that's, I mean, that's what I would say about, you know, you've worked, you've been out, you've done a guest spot in my shop. It's, it's awesome. Most, most of the guys have been with us there's still guys from day one, seven years ago. Like I've always prided myself in that, that I make it an easy environment to work in and we just want to help each other out. You know, we're always growing as an artist and stuff. Um, and just kind of, it's, it's kind of fun. It's a fun environment. I'm not sitting there trying to be your boss. You know what I mean? It's not like, that's not, I don't like that. I want it to all work together type of scenario. So it's a beautiful shop. I, I implore well, anybody you to get a new one though. Oh, you've got another one? Well, we moved. So the one you did a guest spot in was like that humongous place. Yeah, right Uh, by the the Hard Rock or something. Yeah, yeah. So we went over to Fashion Show Mall, which is one of the biggest malls on the Strip. Did you get something that's more suitable to your size? That last one was basically like the Fantasy Factory. I know, dude. (laughs) Did you have a foam pit in the back? I'll I'll tell you this, and I think you you at kyle this is like a whatever those moments are when it's like you told me when i opened that store that it was not and i'm not wouldn't say it was a bad move but you were like don't overextend yourself and don't make the (laughs) rent don't make the rent okay yeah you know what i mean more than than it should be and i'm like yeah whatever kyle dunbar (laughs) you wanted to make a big splash then well, it, it was, it was because mm-hmm. I had worked in casino shops before and I worked in other stores before. So and I now you're right that. across the street from the hard rock at this point, yeah. the, the yeah. other so, one. Mm-hmm. So, but in hindsight, dumb, dumb move, you know, the rent was too high. Like it was like, we were just surviving. Like we didn't really make money. We had great numbers, but we didn't want really to make money. So. Right. Because you're so making now, your, your landlord rich. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those guys could care less about us. So did you sign you know, a triple net too, or is that. No, it was not uh, that. just okay. No, but you know, it was the cams, and the cams were crazy. And uh, all those cams stuff. were my son loved that shot because you had all those cameras set up. Oh, and, yeah, and um, 
and and he sat there like he was playing five nights at freddy's and would just switch from camera to camera nice dude i tell you it's i i like that i like that that david was always like you had said that before like that he uh he, oh, he goes oh he loves watching the cameras and that's one of the not that i'm regretting it but you know moving it to the new location i didn't bring the cameras over because it was so expensive too much hassle okay. well it was just very expensive you have to I would have to upgrade it, everything in that the new location to put the cameras in. And, you know, the artists were kind of burnt out on it. You know what I mean? It was great yeah. for the customers. Great for the customers because they'd walk in and go, I'm going to have my whole family in three different states watching. And it was such a good advertising tool for us. But right. the artists have to want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it can be a lot to imagine yeah. that anybody's looking at you. I mean, we already know, right? Yeah. I, I stood up a lot straighter than I ever did on season three. Right. <laughs> I go back and look. I'm like, man, your posture is good for the first time ever. Yeah. I tell you, there was a, there was one little funny story about those cameras. I was tattooed on yeah. lady's back, and uh, and she took we took a break, and she got a hot dog from next door, a chili cheese dog. She started uh -huh. down at that hot dog on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking ex, about like it, right? all these people started texting her and shooting her screenshots of her just like with a messy mouth <laughs> all over her face i tell you she showed me the picture when she came back out and i was like i have to share that that's just too funny yeah that's we did she forget or um I'm no sure I, yeah i just think she was just sitting there like you know hey the, uh, the we're taking a break from tattooing so the camera's probably off and not even thinking about it but it was like right there in her face and she's just pounding this hot dog with chili all over her face skyline chili dog yeah mm. so. the best the, the best cuisine the vegas has to offer you dude we had some of the best cuisine the vegas had to offer oh yeah Remember that meal yeah, we that had together awesome meal yeah yeah rm uh, seafood yeah it's oh, uh that's yes it i forgot the name of it yeah mm -hmm. boy that was good stuff i think yeah. ruck didn't like it he went out for for burger king after or something like that no king way. ruck I'm pretty sure he did. He's like, fuck this. Man. No, I was oh, like, that was awesome, man. He, I don't know. Maybe if he did, he might not have ate certain foods or something. Yeah, maybe he didn't like seafood or something. But man, that was a good meal. That's what I mean. Everything. I miss like I miss all that. Like I haven't been out. Uh, I haven't traveled in since COVID, like pre-COVID. So usually I do Canada a couple mm -hmm. times, and you know, sometimes I do Detroit, and I just I have not been out. So well, then we missed you in Detroit. Yeah, it was fun. Good time. Yeah. I, I did not go to Canada. Where do you go? Quebec? Quebec? No, I do uh, Edmonton and the Calgary. And then I also do my buddy Will's sh uh, show in Lethbridge, which they're okay. all like basically straight up from Vegas. Like it's two hours, you know, <laughs> flight. So it's too easy, okay. easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I do them a couple of times. You know, it's just easy shows. You know what else they're Canadian, doing? A lot of Canadian shows clients. up there in uh, Canada. What's that now? You know what else they're doing for shows up there in Canada? Well, I might. Well, <laughs> Ink Master season. I don't know. What are they? Thirty-two now? I don't know. <laughs> they they well, treat me like I said. I'm redheaded stepchild. They're like, we broke you. You're broken. You're done. No, like, I, I bet <laughs> Kyle, if you wanted to go back, like you said, Andrea came back to you and and talked to you. I bet you if you were like, hey, let me fuck, let me try one more time. Uh, I think she's mad. The last time I texted her, I was like, man, I'm I can't. Well. I wish I knew exactly what I said, but I, I, I was, I was like, you guys kind of, you know, Scott's breaking in front of me. You guys, I don't know what you want. If there's anything you can do. 
And I think I might have chided her a little bit on that at one point, too. Like, you know, he wasn't my friend. It wasn't my job to step in, you know. Right. And I don't know. I guess it wasn't her job. Maybe but I, if there were anything she'd be mad about, uh, it might be that. But, you know, people grow. I had to grow. Yeah. It, I mean, it's been like not eight, nine years already. Like, it's crazy you, mm-hmm. how long it's been. You feel one way for people at one day. And then you're downloading Clucci's new album the next. <laughs> no, nah, I won't be doing that. <laughs> no. Oh, I forgot. No. Whether, maybe it was on Twitter. Like you posted or something. Uh-huh. And I think I listened to the first 15 seconds. Um, I, like, I listened. Oh, okay. I really look forward to having them back on. Cause I want to go over with them. I don't want to cut on them too much. Cause it's not my shit neither. But honestly, he had some hooks that I could get into a bit yeah but his lyrics to me were like shotguns i'm like what is your point man that's and that's always been my problem with rap though that with many raps like i rap i like a slick rip rap rap a slip rip rap a slick Slick rick rick rap yeah Yeah, like they had a story from the start to the beginning to the end right right yeah they told a story while they're doing it not just making like little sentence uh, verses and then like saying another thing yeah. yeah, I got a car with spinning rims, and yeah. uh, I've always and not that I like Josh, but I mean, it was he was fun on the show in a sense. It mm-hmm. was always one of those things where it was like he, uh, we were just trying to figure out which way he was going, you know what I mean? We mm-hmm. just he'd walk up and go, Hey, let's play spades together, I want to come do a guest spot at your shop, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, the next thing he's like, Fuck you guys, and you're just like. Well, which one is it, dude? You want to want to be friendly or not? Like, we don't care. Just pick one, you know. Did you listen to the interview I had with him on here at all? I listened to some of it. I tried to get through it honestly, and I just I told me is the same as watching the show. If I'm not invested in that person, it's like like Walters. I listened to the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like I went right through. Right. I mean, because I I love Walter. You know what I mean? So. It was it was easy listen for me, but for his, I just kind of like it wasn't my topics, so I was like, eh, whatever, you know. It's so. perfect, really. It's, it's a lot. One of I have some fan questions. One of them I can strike off right now already. Right. Is, the question was just simply: I'd like to hear more about how Josh sucked. Ha ha. <laughs> right. I did well. I'll say this: like, like on it's it's cool to see these guys go back on. Mm-hmm. When Josh went on, what is it, five or whatever season he went on the second time? Way yes. stronger. Way stronger. It might have been six. Yeah. So five. on our no, it season, was five. on our season, was he a strong artist? He was technically sound somewhat, but yeah, you know, the five hour outline of the starfish will be it is what it is. It took he did, you know, it wasn't one pass. He took five hours to do an outline. So uh, I'll stick behind him with that. That one pass bullshit can suck my dick. I'm done with giving a fuck. <laughs> I haven't found anybody that can do it one pass. Yeah, exactly. And, That's for you people know, to say that. Exactly. I, I would. I, I sit there still to this day. I don't pull like more than three inches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's literally oh, yeah. like. And then I'm like half the time like going back over that like like a little brush strokes look. You know mm-hmm. I I don't know. I never well, had like Walter Sausage. He's been he's way more techno artist technical artist than i am and i'm amazed mm-hmm. to see him do stuff and then you know mine is a little bit looser you not as technical i guess but it's just fun to see it but but yeah no josh doesn't suck you know he does he never sucked he just 
he was just hard to read as a person. Because after uh, he, he was he, being you know, a dick he, to everybody. He came back bragging. He came <laughs> back. This like we're talking about him now. That was one of the things he talked about. Like when we went back for the finale or something, he goes, I, and he had his minutes down to the T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew how long he was on the show, how long, it, you know, and just like we're talking about now, like he, that's all he wanted. He wanted the press. He wanted to be. Well, I think you got to come away with something in the end. And yeah. I think they told him that too. I don't, I wonder if he asked or if they right. told him. Right. I, well, I, I think billboards and mystical Mike. Mystical Mike is. I'm going to be on the billboards, and you guys are going to be nothing. And we're all sitting there going, "Who is this clown?" I don't remember Mystical saying that. Did he say that? Oh yeah, that that is so awesome. One of the group conversations, we were talking about stuff, and he was just like, "I'm going to be on billboards in New York City." And now I forgot how quick he was removed. Uh, like he was on. What was it? He made two two uh, episodes. But he's See, a genius. I, he's a genius. Look how well he's remembered for that short amount of time. Well, you know, I'm talking about like he was so far ahead on using tattoo machines, <laughs> having one machine. <laughs> and uh, how many I machines? I would never do you imagine use? going anywhere with two machines now. I only have one. <laughs> there, yes. See, he was far he was ahead, so far of, the ahead game, of the game, wasn't he? I, and yeah. he was using a Cheyenne for that. There yeah. wasn't a, it, it was something like that that used several different needleheads so yeah i don't know but yeah, yeah. i, I think he was he was kind of genius to have uh to be remembered he's one of the most requested people if i keep doing polls but who would you like to have have on people want to have yeah. mystical mike on and he's also one I'm of the sure most reluctant what's that i said i'm sure he'd go on here wouldn't he no he's been reluctant he he no he actually just i'm pretty excited he just texted me yesterday he said bro i love you i trust you uh i'll do this when you want to yeah, do it you're not gonna like I, you know i'm sure i mean oh, i ain't trying to hurt him. people you're not gonna stir people in the wrong way yeah you know I maybe mean? when we were on competition but now right <laughs> no it, it, right. you do kind of i, I mean I in the competition uh, it does kind of uh everybody's traits it's not like the like you're mad at them or anything, but they definitely grind you a bit different, you know? Right. Right. You f- sure. <laughs> sure, like, like, I look back at it now and, you know, when you got the hand jammer on that guy, the old guy, like, yeah. my, <laughs> like my intentions at the time, like, honestly, what would you say that I gave that to you on purpose? I, I wasn't know. thinking that far ahead that day. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, we were I wasn't, on. Exactly. I wasn't like, you look at my first skull pick. I would, you know, what did I do? I just yeah, gave it to everybody, guy. which, yeah, which you screwed me to... again. That's the first thing Jimmy said, was you screwed me. And I'm like going, I was like, dude, I just, I was taking the easy way out. I thought, you know, and I did. But... You gave tattoo baby a great fucking day. Yeah. Mine was thing. hard enough, whatever. I don't it know. was harder than tattoo babies. I would have took yeah. tattoo babies because of where it was yeah. at, but I follow what you were doing. You didn't want to. Yeah, I wasn't know, trying to rip target on off the bat. Exactly. Like I, I won the thing, which questionable. <laughs> but <laughs> why? What do you mean? Well, no, I'm just saying. Like I look at it now and what I can do now to what I did then. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, Dude. as an artist, you're always going. You always look at your stuff. You know what I mean? I, I could be sitting there going through yeah. the tattoo, going, "Man, this is turned out pretty cool." I take a picture 15 minutes later, and I'm like, "That freaking sucked." You know I do. I mean? that's, do you that's do that now as a, um, Oh yeah. Every day. 
this is a day. tip for artists. I see this kid do it from California one time at the show. He was staring at his tattoo and his camera for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I thought he was done. And then the guy's sitting back down. I was like, oh, what you doing, man? You know, you're doing a second set. He's like, no, nah, man, I like to stare at in my camera because that's right. where he sees yeah. more flaws. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do sure. the same. Take, your, stay away from, take yourself away from it and mm-hmm. then look at it. Yeah, that way. Uh, and, and see, see what just like jumps out. That was my my one tip from the show from any artist that wants to go on is is that is the black sharpie like that's when they say add more black like i was i was like oh i don't know i don't know and then i would start doing that i would take i'd be thought i'd be done and i would actually take a black sharpie and hit some areas and go okay that does look way better and so i'd black it in so okay it's pretty cool but then i uh on that just came to you is on the fly because of all the black well, they were yeah, I, the second tattoo I did, the heart tattoo, the heart one I did was one of the first ones. I just took it and was like, okay. And I saw you could physically see it. So, right. So a cool thing. But uh, the day we did the portraits, I remember that mm-hmm. one. I did, I was, I, I thought I was doing a great job on the portrait. You know, I was like, oh, cool. This looks pretty good. And then I was going to, I at the end, I took the Sharpie. But it wasn't a Sharpie. I was like, oh, there's no Sharpies or there's no Sharpie here. So I'm going to use a skin scribe. Uh huh. And I took you one, put- little, one little mark right down the middle of that guy's eyes. That and darkened it all up like a motherfucker. Oh, it, took me, it took me 10 minutes to w- wipe it off with alcohol. And it's <laughs> funny because I'm sitting there. And of course, during the critique, you know, uh, what's his name? The guest art, guest judge, Corey oh. Miller, was like, okay. he looks aggro, bro. He looks aggro, bro. And I'm like going, I was thinking, what does aggro mean for half a second? <laughs> I was like, what is that? What is he talking about? It's some California lingo. You should know yeah. it. And then, but it's just one of those things. Like, I think I realized pretty quickly on that arguing with them was there was zero benefit. You know what I mean? Now, did but, you find the same when you went back as a coach on season 12? Uh, well, like I said, I wasn't tattooing, so it wasn't like, right. You know, they were, I thought that was the girl that won. <clears throat> I told her she was probably going to win after she did her tattoo and stuff. I was like, you got it. You know, you've got it all. You can tattoo really well. She wasn't, she, she gave herself a, a kneecap tattoo. Like she won. Oh, wow. Thing. Yeah. And she's like, I'll take the kneecap. And she put a big old clown face on the kneecap or whatever. And she was just like, she had no fear, you know what I mean? And I was like, you're, you're, you know, you're, you got the looks, you could tattoo really good. I was like, you're probably going to win. And she won. So. You think the looks helped in that situation for her? You no. Know, they knows? don't hurt. Well, they don't hurt. They don't hurt anything, you know, some mm-hmm. certain people get, per, like I said, put in certain spots to, to further the show or further things, you know, but, but she's a great artist. You can always tell the ones that, have the art background that went to all these art schools like the, you know the last three or four seasons there have been pretty strong people that that's all they yeah. did you know they go to art college for art and you know we're old school man nobody we didn't do that shit you know what i mean we just <laughs> i do i i don't um think i could compete anymore you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah those it, kids it, have moved are. beyond yeah i think anthony was one of the first people that i really saw that i was like wow yeah. That, that, oh, yeah. That kid he, was pretty. He came to the store, and I mean, tell you that, like, exactly. That kid drew some stuff on with a sharpie, and you're just like, uh, nice. like, uh, I'm sitting next to this guy. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
But I feel um, horrible guy too. Anthony's so cool. Daniel Silva too. Look forward to him yeah. getting. Oh yeah, look at oh, his stuff. He was now. very talented. Yeah, it was funny. I the season that season it was him and that girl, the one that does all the roses, and it, I think it was Detroit. It came down to escalator or elevator, and they popped out, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, man, how you doing?" And the girl's like, "Who's that guy?" So <laughs> <laughs> he won his season, and she goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know, because you know, it was probably whatever six seasons later or whatever it was. And you're just an old timer, completely yeah. passed over now, huh? Oh yeah, I'm 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 in my I'm past my prime, buddy. <laughs> when Netflix went off, did you feel it like overnight? Oh my god, yeah. Like it's like it's almost like I was just on it. Yes. Like being think, in the mall in Vegas, like you are every day. Somebody's walking by, like oh, I literally god, had no, somebody that thought it was just the the other day, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, I can't wait till the season." Are you coming back for season five? She said. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I was like, honey, they're on like season 32. Right. She's yeah, like, no, they just had four come out. Yeah, I don't, I thought they were all out. So I just, whenever three popped, maybe three or four months ago, mm-hmm. everything just started growing back up again. Like all my social media started going back up. And yeah, people are like, I ended up with a podcast. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> as soon as I saw the first one, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I had to like um something had to to take advantage of of that popularity that was going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if something had to take advantage. Actually, I really wanted my tat my I should give more plugs for my clan, Almighty Tattoo Clan. You need to hit it up if you play Call of Duty Mobile. Give okay, a kid a cool. fucking like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna do. I was ready to game instead of tattoo, but luckily I've got really interesting friends like yourself. Yeah, well, I saw your little uh your map and stuff like that's awesome like the reach is getting out there you know and 50 countries we we hit top 20 percent with one of these uh here in america with with a in comedy because i you know why be anywhere else that's what i said i don't know if it's so funny but not all comedy has to be good you know yeah there's dry humor all day i I ran into a dry person myself so i get my little Mm -hmm. jokes in here and there but you know which are what your dad what? joke nowadays or not no no just busting people's balls at work like being the ex-military guy i think that's what helps out a lot like we used to stand around there all the time and just jab each other it was <laughs> as many things as you could say you know like t- trying to rip people down you know but but in the good family way yeah yeah <laughs> um is that what's that that's what leads to the camaraderie that grows into revolt spreading Oh yeah, there's a couple of guys in there that are always, always busting balls, but in a good way, like just laughing and having fun. Like nobody's going in there. Well, yeah, it must be working. That's why I say because of you know, revolt is growing, what by its own fruition of some sort. You're not even trying to yeah. grow this thing. Yeah, Elijah Wynn. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and I love that guy. Yeah, no, he was going to Tahoe for us. Mm-hmm. and you know killing it in tahoe he'd go up there and snowboard and do all of his winter stuff and then he would tattoo and that that guy could run the shop by himself like his system of how he was mm-hmm. doing stuff and he could he was almost beating uh, one of our other stores by himself <laughs> really oh yeah well while, while vacationing yeah 
Yeah, like, but he would tattoo all night. Like, he would just, he'd walk up. There was no shop help by himself. And he would just be like, what do you want to get? Leave your name and number on the pad of paper and I'll call you when I'm ready. (laughs) And he would just, you know, tattoo till two, three in the morning. You you have a place in in Tahoe then, right? A revolt tattoo. Yeah, Hard Rock Casino in Tahoe, yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, see, they that's called, awesome. what I mean. They called us, hey, you want to open a store next to the, or studio next to the front check-in desk? It's only like, it's a little three-person, you know, station, but right, it's awesome, you know. I've been up there a couple times, and and yeah. but that's where Elijah's at, it's in Houston. So he uh, asked about, you know, like, I, he's like, oh, what do you want to do here? And I was like, well, let's first research, like, I've, we always use the same company as the mall as our first base and they okay. have five freaking a plus malls which is you know high traffic high dollar amount so right I, and i said it tells you where where, yeah, where the where, good uh, sources of of, cli- of clients would be correct correct well the, you know the a plus malls are what you want to be in you don't want to go into anything we've got one in a c mall right now and it's just like horrible but that's c mall <laughs> Yeah, it's just like there is nobody spending money. There's no foot traffic. But it was the first mall we went into, and that company owned that mall. So that's why we went in there because they wanted to test us out. But we're still on that lease right now. So it's just as soon as we're done, we're getting out of there. So, but yeah, so Houston, it'll be, you know, there. Raphael went there this weekend to do all the groundwork. They should be open like in 30 days. So. That is really exciting. So any artists out there that are in Houston area that want to, you know, have a cool job and have fun, you know, hit us up. And people interested a- in learning about another artist, look up Elijah. How do you spell his last name? N-Y-G-N-N-G-Y-E-N. I think. But I will, I don't know if he has Twitter or not, because he got his Instagram hacked. So oh, really? he got hacked. Yeah, so it was not Ink Lounge anymore. It's something okay. else. At any rate, uh, moving on. More Ink Master stuff. You know, we got to keep the fans happy. Uh, I, I do I have some I was like, fan what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I wonder what we're going to talk about? Well, yeah, you know. Um, the same th- For a lot of these people, it is yesterday. So <laughs> explain yeah. to them how frustrating it was working with Danger on the Flash Challenge. Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I know, like, it, it came off on TV, like... Yes. You know... With the I, two edits from the whole thing that they were going to put in. Yeah. I You know, I think it was because he wanted to put a football field or something on the front of the car with two footballs, you know, instead of right. doing the flame job on the, you know, awesome Camaro or whatever it was. And I'm just like, the skulls and the flames. And I know you like skulls and flames, Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh... Uh, well, I'm a fan for sure, and I don't think that you weren't either. It was the it was the one image that you had in your place. It was what oh, you yeah. kept beating me with. I was now, mad I from Skulls like and Flames for the first I, day. That's, I, that's one of the few things I'm comfortable with drawing, I guess, as far this as the skull? drawing off the top of my head. Yeah. I don't know well, why. I remember the very first day. Uh, I, I don't know. There might have been a, a, another person that was in contention. Remember the very first day we're in a jail cell. Oh, yeah. And I, I had to deal with somebody that wanted wanted to fight with me, and uh, and you got to do some skull and flames, and it seemed like you had the whole day to do it. Probably <laughs> got there early, set up, 
<laughs> we all came in. You're already working. You had a 15 mag out. We're all working with single needles. Oh, no. Um, I had a single needle, buddy, just like you. But, yeah, they, they come up and, and they, uh, you know, they're like, man, it was one of these two. Nah, that's Skull Flames, man. That's dope. Yeah. It was come just on. a skull. I didn't do the flames on that one, but it was a skull. Oh, no? Okay. But it was like a softball size. Like, I had never used a single needle, so I had no idea, like, how long. You know, I've used tight threes, but I never used a single. It was a little bit floppier, I guess. Right. You get used to it, though, right? Uh, have you used them since? That make no. you want to pull them out? No, just no. tight three. <laughs> right. Tight three the needle's way more sturdy. Yeah, at least it doesn't move around on you. Yeah. No, so danger, like, like, uh, like I like the, he was a unique, you know, kind of guy. And uh, definitely. Danger is unique. He yeah. he did all that plastination. You knew that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he was upset that he didn't get to have all of it because he had, like, a right. couple of cats or something. He had some. I think he was glad in the end because they broke one of them. That yeah. that one, it was, that thing was cool. That demon thing with the horns coming off it or whatever. It was like a goat oh, horns yeah. Yeah. on a monkey. Yeah. And yeah. I guess it dropped off the wall. Oh, so. damn. I know that they put up some of my paintings on the wall just with like tape. It was just gaff tape folded over. Oh, no way. Double-sided <laughs> like, sticky tape and surprise yeah. fell down. Yeah. It's got a little but, dent in it. But, yeah. you know. No, it was easy working with him. Like Jackie was cool. Like it was, you know, it's still the same thing. That was our second, second challenge. You know? Right. So Nobody really knows each other at that point. Yeah. Either. Yeah. For sure. I know uh, we, we worked with mystical that day and i think everybody else is pretty mad that we got a chance to work with them because i think they all wanted you you know you most people were envious of us right i was <laughs> was it you and was it craig too yeah you yeah you craig and uh and i think all of us except for mystical really to be honest he probably had the most passion for it the whole time and me and craig just kind of drudged through it doing you know straight lines because it seemed like that's what the car needed and yeah would have been fun to do some flames yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's definitely the smartest choice um i guess you and i i'm guessing that's what it is candy wrote me a list of things here and i'm guessing that we have we have popular ink master crushes is that right what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. On Reddit thread, both of us are listed as popular Ink Master crushes by fans. Okay. It means we're hot, brah. What you right. think? Well, I, I, I will say this. Like, you, we do look similar. You know what I mean? Like, it's like we have the same kind of haircut. They changed and... my hair because, because you were, we had the same haircut. <laughs> Thank God I didn't have to dye my hair with a little streak in it. <laughs> <laughs> and they cut I, Josh's hair off and they gave... Craig Cornrow, like it's just like wow, like they you know, didn't you don't know the thing all about you. Or no. Those were your. That's the way you were dressing. You're always you're always kind of upscale, kind of preppy style, well, right? No, I just wore a vest. One, I, I wanted you know they say give us ten outfits, give us like whatever five outfits that you would, or something you would <clears> wear. <throat> so I put a vest on and one because I wore I'll wear suits if I go out to go okay. do something. I don't wear a suit to tattoo in, and right. uh, you know. And they were like, that's it. <laughs> You're going to wear button downs and a vest. 
So Did, who is it? Was there a certain suit that you're wearing? I thought I overheard you say at one time the name of a. Oh, John Bravados. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember how distinctly you say like, Detroit. Nah, He's from Detroit? Yeah. yeah. There's a huge right. John Rovado store in Detroit. I should probably know more. Yeah, Howard Stern rocks uh, rocks that. Like it's, <laughs> it's a pretty popular brand. Like it's just a cool rocker, edgy kind of if you want to be a hip suit guy, dress yeah. up. The, yeah. It's kind of an in-between then, huh? He, yeah. he made this the thing for Bam Margeras. Okay. I don't know. I'm making that up. Okay. Um, what, any thoughts on that? What, so does you uh, knowing how many girls got a crush on you? Do you go home and tell your wife, "Hey, you better no. keep keep it flying straight." Dudes with crushes on my wife that I don't <laughs> I don't even try. And... Why would that be? I, we might as well talk about that because your wife is um, fitness model. Is that right? Fitness yeah. competition model. Yeah, she was an IFBB pro bikini. So for eight years. She would just the most utmost respect for her because she would go through and train and do all this stuff. I think during like so yeah during the finale she was getting ready to do a show in Texas. So she's sitting there eating jellyfied fish in the morning of that morning, oh, wow. like just eating it cold out of a little container. And I'm like, like going, this is so gross. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but she would do it. She sat there and I mean, just the well, feel like girl has to do it. bodybuilding, maybe more so, but um, that, that whole competition level of fitness and bodybuilding is some of the most demanding or most extreme because it's so demanding body modification. Yeah. Oh, it is like they, the you know the, the crazy part about her going through all that and the typical lifespan of one of those competitors is two years because your body goes through so many changes and goes through all this stuff mm -hmm. um and then they don't tell you like all the stuff you deal with later on there's so many of her friends have thyroid problems or hashimoto okay. or like you know just tons of because from the extreme dieting that has yeah to. exactly exactly like all this two hours of cardio a day and like, all, you know, your body just, it's not built for that stuff. So, but you know, like, is that why you don't do it yourself then? <laughs> what are you saying, Kyle? Am I chubby? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'm just curious. Did you get up there in the speedo for anybody? Oh no, hell no. You know, he <laughs> just did it. Yes, he did. Didn't he? And yeah. he's doing it again right now. He's cutting down. I is just he? seen, yeah. I seen pudgy cease in Detroit recently. Right. He, he's got like uh, 25, 35 pounds of fat he's taking off now. Big nice. kid. But yeah, he's getting up there in his fucking grape smugglers, yeah. showing everybody the boys. Yeah, I knew. I <laughs> much respect for that. I mean, same thing. Like the people that do that, like that's just. It is I extreme. Mean, especially if you're doing a nine to five job and doing that. Um, like which crazy. also, though, has to be extreme. Uh, I, I'll never forget Mike's. Mike. I mean, I knew we knew that your wife was competition, but it, you never really thought how it entered into your life until I saw an Instagram post from you that was your wife walking um, in a bikini, all uh, tanned up and all that and getting show ready. Right. She's practicing her walk in her high heels. It's it's a it's a uh, excuse me, but it's a very attractive thing you know what i mean and this is definitely what you're showing in your instagram post and then you look down at your 
I don't know, granola bar cereal or whatever inside of your, in, you just like, this right. is your life. Just like, right. <laughs> my wife's practicing in the morning to the mirror and I'm sitting there eating my granola. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a runway funny. fashion show for yeah. my, for my breakfast. Yeah. I know. I yeah, suggested I like, at one time that you had a trophy wife in a, in a manner oh. to, uh, to joke about that. And my wife was quick to tell me, no, no, no. I think that, that his wife has a trophy husband. Oh, well, that's very kind of her to say that. Yeah, um, no, or just to put me in my place. Jeez. Right. Like, he already beat me on the show, Candy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it, yeah. Trust me. My, I love my wife. And I, it's, you know, we've been, I think it's 13 years now already. And, you know, we've Congrats. got a little boy. Thank you. Our little boy is four years old now. And so the I girls mean, on the Reddit can give it up. Yeah. You know, I'm past. You're my secure in your, your marriage. Okay. <laughs> past my prime anyway i don't want to they're probably looking at eight year pictures ago of joey not of current joey <laughs> does current joey still have hair oh yeah no i good job, i uh man. i've got 99 percent of it <laughs> <laughs> i i've had i've been fighting man i can't put the blonde streak anymore because it looks like just one bald streak right there oh yeah no i got <laughs> i have i still i dye my hair any i was dying it back then so but i dye it now and it's still but my beard's all my, you know, goatee's pretty much grayed out. And right out. I didn't know you were dying it then, I guess. Yeah, um, no, I actually, I went away. Uh, mm-hmm. like you guys went and did something and they took me into New York and I got my hair cut and colored. <laughs> it's like 800 fucking dollars. What? I oh, I remember. I remember that you couldn't, you weren't. And I wasn't. Gonna and we barber. all just let them. The, the, did you see the barber hat? Well, no, I guess that was on season four. Right. Like, I don't know. I wonder if I would have put up with it better if I didn't have to keep looking at myself and I looked like angry Kyle even more because they cut my hair so short. Oh, the high and yeah, the high and tight. Yeah, they gave me is like, well, and they came back and they're like, well, that might mess with the continuity some. <laughs> no, everybody forgot about it. I think um, they do certainly. And I, I, I love them for it, I guess, because if you think about the numbers, Fuck, man. I had to be the one coming back because they had a, they had much longer to be able to vote for me, you know, for Twitter, at least. Yeah. And I feel the same was, happens. Then. Like you're a good you're a good character on TV, Kyle. Like, you know what I mean? You have you still got that rough, edgy grit to you. You know what I mean? So the, I think <laughs> that was your you had your draw of what what people wanted to see or what they wanted in a character to come back, you know, and. I, I remember hearing multiple times that you and Chris's, you know, dust up was like the most watched episode ever. You know what I mean? So I hope so. God bless yeah. him. It was a lot to I go. I just through. wish it would have been, you know, I, I know it would have been a and good season fight. three. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No. I know it would have been, well, season, I know it would have been a good fight. And that's, I think he's stronger and people will give him credit for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you both train. You know what I mean? Like you both trained. I knew it was going to be. If, does he train now? I don't. I don't know. I he don't know. beat my ass now. <laughs> I'm on a walker. Honestly, <laughs> Chris May did a far better tattoo than I did. Um, maybe if my contrast was different, you know, I worked it on a, on a girl that was uh, that didn't tan, and we got there, and the girl was from she was Jersey Shore, GTL oh, kind of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Everything changed. She's all tanned up for the show. Yeah, I, 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 all, I, I like the colors. I think I brought. Yeah, I brought my colors. I brought my color palette, yeah. and none of them <laughs> were like that's what amazed me any too, darker though. than her. Mm-hmm. That what amazed me too was because that was supposed to be a fan vote too, 
And the show had, well, I guess, did the show air before that? It did. So well, they, were, they were picking those two, and I thought for sure Craig was going to get a chance right then. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's yes. what I was, I was very disappointed in that because, you know. Uh, I look forward to having Craig on to talk about that. Craig was there in the morning. Because remember, we didn't know who it was going to be. Yeah. And he woke up in the morning to find out because I think I, we knew, like we all pretty much knew I was going to be there Yeah, because of the amount of time and the voting, but it could have been, it could have been uh, Josh, but I was really surprised to see Chris. And I think Chris says it too. You know, yeah. he's like, I was surprised because he didn't like work his ass off to do that. He got removed so much earlier. Yeah, that the, I don't that it was almost like he didn't stand a chance against my popularity level. Right. No matter what he did to. Yeah, maybe they did that. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe Craig's they did. Good, Craig's such a good guy. That's what I, I really enjoy about that show. Like my my time was just the bonding with Craig and, you know, and with Jimmy and then you and you guys and Jason Clay Dunn. And you know what I mean? Like it was just a cool experience for me you know what i mean like i said maybe not the same uh, for everybody else but well how about to have uh the shared experience now too with so many more cast members for seasons to go on where you might just find out that somebody you met at a show is a uh, like oh we're i was also on that show like oh that's awesome yeah and and then you guys start talking about hard ice and stuff right oh yeah no there's so many people now like there's probably 200 people that have done the show or whatever artist wise, who knows? My wife would tell me exactly. Cause she has emails out to almost all of them. <laughs> yeah. all right. I've got a year's yeah. worth of podcasts. That's what I know. That's awesome, man. I can <laughs> hear some of them for sure. Like I, I would say, uh, I would say Jimmy for sure. If you can get him on there. Yes. He's such a, he's such a cool guy. And, you're right. nowadays though. You're not just keeping yourself busy with tattoos. No, you've got more on, and you're not just keeping yourself busy with revolt tattoos, but you're making NFTs and building a community, right? I am trying. I'm, I'm whole... sorry for taking so long to get to this. Oh, no, no. It's really one of the more exciting parts of, of uh, what's going on in your life today, I'd imagine. You know, I got a really good guy, Jason Caps. Mm -hmm. uh, he's one of the guys at Revolt, and me and him. And I came up with a character in the sense of the name of it. So Tattoo Bum is the name of it. And the whole premise is that anybody can be a bum. You know, you can have a lawyer that's dressed in a suit, heavily tattooed. You can have a doctor. You could have a beach guy. You could have, you know, you name it, any skin color, whatever. And goofy looking, not goofy, look, whatever. So, and I've always, I always like art. You know, that was my whole premise of this is to, try and have some little art kind of cool character that people can resonate with, or people can think that it resembles themselves type of thing. So that's where it all started at. And we drew like 200 plus layers to put this whole thing together. And so these people can pick attributes that would look like them too, possibly not, not yet. I'll, I'll get to that point. So the first part is they, they get all put together. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So they're, yeah. they're Computer randomly generates two. They're going to generate probably ten thousand characters, and then they get they get put out. So the cool part that hasn't been done yet, because you know I like to try and do shit that hasn't been done. The cameras okay. for Revolt were one of the first things that was before right. Facebook Live, Instagram Live. So this thing for the NFTs 
is I'm going to have guest artists come into town, you know, hypothetically, <laughs> and they're going to draw 10 traits themselves. Um, and then you're going to be able to pick two. You can either take, like if the, your guy has a suit on and you want to see what tattoos on he has underneath, you could take the suit on. But if you want a new tattoo, so the first guy coming in. Get course, to strip these little ca- cartoon guys down? Huh? Yeah, well, not in a sexual way, but yes. But you could take your shirt off. You could you could change the glasses, change the hat. But the hey, cool thing is, is you can I get cover- to take it off. I determine whether it's sexual okay. or not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can, uh, you can cover up a tattoo, basically. So Sausage is going to be the first one. He's going to design a couple of tattoos. And if you want to change your NFT and put one of those on, it's going to be able to happen. And then every month or two months, Jesse Smith is already lined up. I'm going to ask you to do it. Like you just, you draw like, you know, five or six layers onto the right. drawing. And then people can, if they're a huge fan of Kyle Dunbar, they're going to pick your tattoo and put it on. Own a piece of me. My first thought is I make one that looks like me and then I make it so you can take my clothes off. Um, (laughs) But then they own this too, right? They own, so they can make t-shirts. The person will own it. Yes. Yes. So this, this, listen to this real quick though. Mm -hmm. So the guest artists coming in get to design a one-on-one for themselves. As far as I understand right now. So that means, yes, Kyle Dunbar, if you come on, you can take our little outline of our character and make it look as close as possible to you. And then either, you know, you know, give it to a fan, keep it for yourself, whatever you want to do. So I think I'll keep it myself because I don't want everybody taking my clothes off. Right. Checking out my dad by playing with my extended nipples. It's only from the waist up. So it's not a full uh, torso. Oh, right. (laughs) They ain't going to see the money. They're going to see yeah. the goods. I don't want to say Oof. to see the money. I, this one of my scars from Ink Master is uh, is you doing yoga in the morning and your balls popping out. <laughs> so, just, you know. Well, now we got it. We got to talk about that a bit. No, uh, no, no. I just I remember getting up because all the bunk bed, all the beds were there. And I was doing sitting, yoga and I was, was wearing boxers. on the floor and I just looked over and I was like, holy shit, that's Kyle's balls. <laughs> Now, did you notice, though, at all that Jason Clay Dunn was also up? No. And had been watching me for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> right. Already probably. said good morning. Peaking, Never peaking once told me my balls kept falling out. Right. I, know, I think he had boxers <laughs> on or something. It was just, I was just laughed. Yeah, I, I, I got to get some, um, some better undergarments for doing yeah. it. I guess you just get dressed, but you can't do yoga in jeans. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I that's the one thing I pride. I know I I got up every morning and did my little fifteen minute, just something to keep my mind straight. You know, you had to have something, right? Like a routine. Yeah, the routine. you would go I crazy. Was the first one in the shower, like I wasn't there to like I was there to have fun and hang out, but it wasn't like I was. You're you know, also there to win, so you must have had strategy like that. Was was your workout? was part of your kind of strategy like yeah. that were there other things too um you know just th- i'm just going to be completely honest there like like i didn't have a strategy to win i knew i could be in the top you know what I mean? but i wasn't <laughs> going in there going you know especially when craig, R- craig rattled off like the first three he should have won all three the first three and they're pretty you, yeah yeah you're just like this guy's a freaking monster but you know uh, uh, I'll circle back to this later as far as 
other things about that part. But, you know, you just see people doing stuff like that. And I didn't really have a plan. Um, I guess just being friends with Jimmy and I'm just being honest. Like, I think that helped me out in the end because he wasn't <laughs> looking to screw. And I was, you know, I wasn't either, but we weren't looking to screw each other over. You know, if right. I, I've always said this, like, and we were saying it at the time. So like, you had a little secret alliance is what you're trying to get around. To well, we were friends. We worked together. Mm -hmm. other, we worked together at another shop before we even went on the TV. Like, it's actually a fan Hunt. question that I fucked up. But yeah, we worked. At <laughs> was Hunt there anybody Hunt else with... that you knew before you were coming on there? Just Jimmy, like as okay. as a, as somebody that I knew. And you I worked at Hart and Huntington. Yeah, and we've been like he he tattooed in Florida, and then we tattooed together at Hart and Huntington. Uh, Which was a TV show too, though, right? Yeah, I did. I was on the TV show. He yeah, he wasn't really on there, so he, right on, I right was on there I was at that shop first. But and then I, and then I told him I said, "Dude, we're killing it, making all this money out here. You got to come out here." So he moved out and and stuff. So and but, stuff. I know. I can't wait to have him on because he, he's. I I, I want to hear how he feels about Vegas now. Sometimes time heals wounds, and I remember no, when he, he was he talking about Vegas thing. prior to me, he yeah, was like, "I hate Vegas." Yeah. He just didn't have a good experience. Like he, it's funny because he would always travel, and he'd come back and he'd be like, "I'm not busy." I'm like, "Going, it's because you're always gone." <laughs> you know, right? You guys yep. have your roots to get a clientele. And, Gunner know. talked something about that, you know, and and I found it to be true too. Yeah, uh, where you can't, you know, you can't just settle right back down into tattooing at home. You need yeah. to. It takes a minute. You got to build it back up. Yeah. So, but yeah, Jimmy was it as far as like just being friendly. And then the first van ride, uh, Craig, mm -hmm. like they didn't, you know, they don't let us talk for like an hour or however long that drive was. And then they go, okay, you can talk. And I had Maddie, Mystical Mike, and then Craig. And then, <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah. And, and Craig, so Craig used to work for Dino Cook and Dino did my right. forearms. So, okay, just, yes, you know what I mean? So it just was like this cool, you know, how it is in tattooing. Oh, cool, you know, so and so, yeah, cool, <laughs> we're buddies, you know what I mean? So it was right. Just, and, and, and Jimmy and him were buddies. I'm guessing so. that Mystical quickly started taking up all the, all the oxygen all in the, the van. Yeah, am I wrong? <laughs> no, no. He started going off on some tangent UFO shit that we were just all sitting there going, what the fuck is this guy right about? like you just got allowed to people listening may not understand but when we all met and they loaded us into vans the first instruction was that we could not talk right. and they were being very you know about that they're like no you guys nobody gets to don't even look around don't look right. around and <clears throat> and they were telling you not to look hard. around yeah like for an hour right on like, it was like a two hour or an hour and a half ride it was like an first hour like don't and then they know. let you talk. I think yeah. me and Made Rich and everybody in our, we were already talking. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm pretty I sure. I remember the first stop. I think at the first, when we stopped for the, whatever we stopped for, mm -hmm. uh, that's when I saw Jimmy. And I was like, holy shit, Jimmy's here. <laughs> so I didn't even know he was there. And it was kind of funny. I just, it was a pretty exciting to be able to catch up with somebody that you knew that. Oh yeah, no instantly. That's, awesome that's why I, we put the bunk. We put our beds over there by this, each other. You know what I mean? Because we just mm -hmm. we already knew each other. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like we're just going to go through this experience together. So. Was it much of a threat, or were because you knew there was going to be three finalists? Finalists? No. Uh, it, well, at, in the beginning, I didn't know how good anybody was. You know what I mean? Like you, mm -hmm. we all were just like let's see what this guy can do i knew jimmy from the, the competitions from 
shows because he would win tattoo the day all the time. You know what I mean? That guy used to rock it. So of course I'm like, okay, well I got, you know, Jimmy's here. So that's going to be one tough one to get over. So, but I, I, the only reason I was saying, bringing all this up is like, I feel like Jimmy was watching out for everybody else and he did not play the game to win in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He wasn't there to fuck somebody over to win. And I think that's how some of us were playing that way. Like I always, we always said like, if I beat Jimmy Litwalk while he's doing a Jimmy Litwalk tattoo, I'm right. proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. I fucking beat him. I got it. I'm not looking to throw him under the bus and beat yeah. him and then say, ha ha ha, I beat you. Like, now at the same not, time when it yeah, comes to Josh, <laughs> I felt right. a little different. Well, yeah, because he was asked, he was pushing the narrative for himself. Yeah. And, you know well, I mean? we saw him. Yes. And we, we felt like he was a tool almost of production and the tool that we didn't like of production. And yeah. uh, and Jimmy was leading that in kind of an honorable way in my in my experience, you know, the way yeah. I felt about it. He made us all feel like we were, um, uh, you know, we, the, if we won by alliances and uh and, and trickery or something like that or handing people bad choices purposefully then there wasn't much to the Honor. ink master term yeah right. like yeah. what did it matter Honor. at that point yeah yeah and I, I, I enjoyed that they didn't like that the producers didn't like it because they kept on saying you know what's up this kumbaya stuff and you know all that stuff but i just i felt prouder you know, like better about myself going through that way. But that mm-hmm. gets back to the whole hand one for you. Like, it's like at the time, was it, you know, the hard tattoo was the armpit tattoo. That's the one we were like, Hey, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the butt tattoo as well. That was on what Asian day, I think. Yeah. And, and he was kind of pulled out of that. Um, but it was so much it, one is if anybody goes on, it's almost, I found this out on a job crew, I guess I should say. I used to have a crew and we had somebody on there that, you know, everybody picked on a bit. He was he was kind of not the best with working. Yeah. But something about the flow of the day just went by, right? I get yeah. rid of him at one point and and suddenly everybody started to turn on each other. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Somebody everybody needed somebody to be better than. That's right. what I determined later on. But also, I feel like if um, Josh kind of made himself that person, and, and you're like somebody's going to have to get the armpit. And if there's this guy who's happily pushing this, you know, narrative for the producers, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. He, he wanted that role and he got it, you know. So I'm okay with Well, it. he thanked us for it actually recently. And the last time I was talking to him, he says, because that's how. And he added up the 45 minutes of airtime that he had over the season. Um, And he he pointed out how much winners got. I think you only got like 23 or 18 or something. I don't know. Numbers. (laughs) But yes, he he, um, feels he benefited greatly from it. The same that I feel I benefited, you know, from uh, Nunez trying to uh, push a narrative for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, so on, on ours, on three, they were doing that same thing to Jason Clay Dunn, correct? Do you remember? Doing what? Mm. Well, at the end of the critiques, and like Jason Clay Dunn may not have been down there, but they were saying, oh, make sure you tell him he should have been down here. 
And I think that's okay. that kind of steamrolled them doing that. And I think that they were doing that to you the next year. Is that correct? Or now I remember up? that, that I, you know, it, it, I, f- I feel so stupid about it, but sometimes you don't remember see yeah. yeah, things oh, yeah. going on if they didn't happen to you. Right. But now right. I recall that they were doing that to Jason and it was yeah. causing him crazy amounts of anxiety. Correct. Correct. And I think and, that that's, they did that with him and then they did that with you on your season. And that just kind of compounded, you know, the stress of the show is no joke. Like it's, it oh. really is stress. Like it's like people think, Oh, it's like this easy thing. And you know, no. talk, to, talk to, it's like PTSD sometimes. And I couldn't imagine like this, the season with, you know, clean rock and, and Christian at the same time. Cause I, you know, <laughs> Christian worked for us for about a year yeah. for that when that was on. And when he came back, I had to pull him in off, you know, pull him in the back a couple of times. Like, look, dude, you're not on the show anymore. You don't have to snap. You don't have to like, right. Cause he was being so aggressive so fast. I'm like, dude, you're, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's just like, Oh, you know, you know, I think everybody, I definitely gave me a, a ego. I wouldn't say trip, but you know, it like, you know, it made you have to be introspect introspective <clears throat> and it did give you a certain kind of power you felt like, and you had to be careful how you treated that because you could be a douchebag. With it. Yeah. I just tried to get free sandwiches. <laughs> I know some people try to get laid. Master. Yeah. <laughs> get me a pastrami on rye. I like good right. Reuben. Oh my God, you know. it's Kyle. I'm going to give him a free pastrami. <laughs> well, you know, if someone's ready to take a picture, I'll still ask him, hey, man, I'll, yeah, I'll take a picture. You want to buy me a Reuben? <laughs> That's not true, actually. That's Gilbert Godfrey will do that. Well, when he was still alive, he just passed, yeah. right? But uh, I always thought of that when people would come and say hi, because I was like, now, how would you angle this? Right. You know? A lot of times they travel to see you, you know, and they oh yeah, part of the whole thing you sign up for, you know? Yeah, I shouldn't make it sound like I complain now to think about it, because uh, I, I do enjoy it thoroughly. One, it, one thing it does is uh, it keeps that popularity going, because all these people are now putting you out there on the fucking interwebs. Yeah, you know, so it kind of almost. Well, they want to see what you say now. You know what I mean? That's the whole the whole thing. Like, there's oh, that's hopefully the they tune the into the podcast because of the show. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we met. Yeah, Jinx. Um, yeah. What uh, else? What I was gonna say too about like one of the ideas of the show, uh, going back to Craig, and, and I think that's one of the flaws of the show, is that everybody doesn't stay to the end. And the reason I'm saying that is because how many people, you know, like the, the girl on, on Scott Marshall season that was on Japanese day, she had the second best tattoo, but they sent her home because she didn't have, like she, you know, overall wasn't competing as well as, and Scott had the worst tattoo, but he didn't go home. Okay. You know I mean? And they I don't know on, if I recall it. That was on season four. Yeah, it was on four. Like, well, there's four or five people left. There was probably five people left because Halo was four. So oh, okay. The, the and they, they sent Melissa Monroe home. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, you got the second best tattoo, but we're going to send you home. Because of you your know? report card. Right. And well. The reason, what I'm saying, what, what I want to finish yeah. with is, is because mm-hmm. who knows if she wouldn't have killed the next four tattoos. Right. And you're also, uh, 
what would happen if Craig were allowed to be, you know, if if there was a a round robin or whatever, a, a tournament, what's the loser's bracket tournament? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like they go, like the chef's kitchen, you go get to come back up type of show. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. You just made another show, didn't you? <laughs> right. All right, well, let me know when we film it. I can't wait to judge All right. All right. <laughs> But yeah, no, because uh, that makes perfect. The My biggest contention about season three in any kind of fashion that I thought there was some kind of controls was seeing Craig go home when it never made sense. Right. It made sense. He did do two bad tattoos. Not bad. They weren't horrible, but they weren't the worst. But the one that he got sent home for was not bad. It fit the definitions of the challenge. Right. And he had, it was only his second time doing bad. When Meanwhile, um, Josh, wasn't that his fourth time being down, right? Right. Correct. Oh, yeah. No, hands down. So they throw hands out the down. report cards in this case, just like right. like uh, when right. we go back to Melissa Monroe, they throw out the report card or they use yeah. the report card. Right. And in this case, they like, uh, and it, yeah. it seemed. That was it, it hard. Was, like, I don't know if you saw me, like when you, if you ever watched that episode, you see me get up and I walked out of the room into the other room because I was so freaking upset. Right. Because he was, he was my friend and I thought he just got screwed over. Like he literally just got screwed because he would have been at the end. You know what I mean? Like unless he completely faltered, you know, but mm -hmm. you know, no, I, th I think remember he was having issues with the backgrounds, like to put a background on, don't put a background on. Like, right. So. Man, his tattoos. One, he, my trust in him was with kind of with my life. Yeah. Uh, with my trust with his ability. Cause I gave him Frank twink, twinkle toes trig, the <laughs> MMA fighter. Right. And he was, he was already threatening me. He was like, you better treat me good. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. You get the right. best. <laughs> like, you're not going to be mad about this if you me are. Frank are buddies now, actually. Really? He's oh, a referee. Yeah, yeah, he's a ref. He's actually a stunt man. And you know, he was <laughs> in the uh, Star Wars in Boba Fett. So he's one of the man, one of the guards. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The guard yeah. with the helmet on. He's, he's, a, he's always in, he's. I'm having to sign releases all the time because I did. I'm doing like a sleeve on them and stuff, and so oh, when cool. he does uh, stuff for cameras, I have to sign the damn release form for the tattoos. Is that why he's also wearing long sleeves then when he's in the ring? Uh, I don't know if he, that's why or not. I don't know. Maybe because of blood, <laughs> he doesn't want to get the right. blood on himself. Right. Well, I wonder if they were like, no, nah, we don't want. It's easier for the lawyers not to have to worry oh, about no. for UFC stuff now. I think yeah. it's just for films. I just okay. saw one the other day he was in so. Man, that's yeah, he's awesome. A cool guy. We go to dinner with him and his wife. You know. Are you familiar with the, the other reality show he was on? Have you ever talked to him about that? No. What was he on? Um, I'm scared. Like, uh, don't get my ass kicked. I'm going to fucking text him right now. What is he on? <laughs> talk to him about it because I always wanted, first off, I had mad respect for him on there. <laughs> Maybe that needs to be said first. I just keep on having visions of him standing across the room threatening my life again. Um, right. But but no, he he, uh, he was, he tried to date Mick Jagger's ex-wife, Annie Hall, Angie Hall. Okay. In a, like on a show called Kept Mad, where everybody was competing for her love and affection and oh to have the lavish lifestyle associated with a, a fashion mogul like herself. Right. Um, meanwhile, I, I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of produced stuff, but right. he did a piece of art on there. 
and he did well. He like did a painting. Okay. Have yeah, you ever no, seen him work? Jack of all trades, man. I'm telling you, he's have a you seen him do captain. paintings at all? Then no, sailboat he, captain. He, he, yeah, he's sailing boats. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like he's always. I think I just saw him like two weeks ago. Oh, but they're awesome. always like, he's a very short notice. Like, hey, I want to be on town tomorrow. Can I get tattooed? I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Ask him. Ask him to send a uh, send you a picture of the painting he did on the on his reality TV okay. show. I will see if he, he admits be to it. Next dinner conversation with him. I'm sure he isn't embarrassed by it. He, he I mean, yeah. he he used to go in the ring with uh, rainbow colored toenails and all. Of yeah. That. Oh, he still paints his toenails. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He does a man little pedicures all the time, I think. So he'll he follow Instagram. You'll see him doing it. So oh, he's right still doing the twinkle toes. Oh, I should probably do the Instagram some days. I, I, I have a hard time going past people's shit posts. Yeah, I do. I, that's one of the things I, I wish that I did not have to do. I you look at Instagram on my person. Yeah, my personal page. Mm-hmm. I post like once every two weeks. I'm not, I'll, I'll do the stories because I just don't, I, they go away in 24 hours. Like I'm just, I don't know. I really wish that was not part of our job where you had to do that. Cause it just takes you out of the present. It takes you out of what you're doing. It, it's like a job. You have to do it. You know, yeah. it's not, I, I like looking on there sometimes. Cause I I've got, that's where I see what my friends are doing. I guess my actual friends, you know, you're like, Oh, what are you, what are they doing? Right. But, you know, C's like me and C's are pretty good buddies. You know what I mean? So, oh, good. We'll, I didn't we'll know. Go, yeah, we'll go like vacation. He didn't talk about y'all. He, he never talked. No, I'm just kidding. Right. I know. <laughs> you guys go on vacation together? Yeah, we went to San Diego, stayed at a beach house and went to, right went to the parks and stuff. Like he's, you know, he's always been a good guy to me. And we, during the Canada shows and stuff, we'll always hang out and stuff. And they'll usually stick me, uh, me and him and then Jimmy and then usually uh what is his name? I don't ghost me now. Mm. Is he um, master as well? Yeah. Kind of a from Colorado. Jesus, I can't I can't believe him. Is I he in Colorado Eric, now? Eric. Is it Eric? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 They got the beard oh, and yeah. Yeah, and the in the greaser kind of hairstyle. Yeah, right. yeah, he still yeah. got his hair. Yeah. Good kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's always yeah, traveling with C's a lot. Yeah, yes, yeah, he does shows with C's a lot too. Yeah, circle back because we didn't go about NFTs too much. I have okay. to say, so so this Sunday, May first. I don't know when this is coming out, but we aren't launching our project then. But we are doing uh, in the metaverse. We are. I'm doing a live tattoo in the metaverse at this. We call it the Bum Mansion. So you can go there, hang out, and all in, in the metaverse. How do I? What I need VR goggles. What do I do? You do not. You do not. What is like, the metaverse? Your, I don't know nothing I don't about it. Know. I don't know, dude. I <laughs> it's on their Twitter. So if you go to Tattoo Bum NFT, there's a right. pin tweet up there that has about the what we're doing. There's going to be DJs. They're going to be doing a live Q and A pretty much throughout the day, um, and then we're just going to kind of talk about our project. Some like nothing crazy. And then the guy's going to be getting tattooed for like six hours. Like he's, he's our main moderator for our, uh, so people page. can watch that. Yeah. Just like the old days. That's what I was going to say was, you know, <laughs> yeah. The way your camera system me. used to be. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Like it was going to be that cool or not. Cause that's, he's going to come in Saturday and we're going to kind of test it 
and see where we put the cameras where you can actually see that's what i always hated you want to see what's getting done you don't want to yeah you don't need a yeah look at the tattoo artist back yeah yeah so but it's cool the nfts are cool i'm you know jesse smith's gonna be involved like it's, it's just one of those cool things i've always liked art and when people say what is an nft you know the guy today i'm tattooing he goes well i don't really understand it i said it's as simple as this see this drawing on my ipad and he goes yeah and i said okay i just drew that do you want to buy it yes okay cool here you go that's it it's a digital piece of art keep it that simple you know what i mean like i collect right. art as a, myself and you know and i just feel like that that's when people make it so hard Complex. to understand it it's just like well yeah, it is more it too though isn't it? it as we're finding as you're building this community it, it that's probably part of uh are you, is that taking over more of your instagram time it is and it hurts my instagram actually but <laughs> but i i do it you know what i mean like that's part of me trying to get it out there and you know, I'm getting ready to do a big email blast to all the revolt people just to get it. Cause I've been talking about it for six months, you know, my first right. idea, the NFT was actually to do the winning drawing from the show. You know what I mean? I have that hanging in the store and I'm like, that'd be, that'd be a great first NFT is. But it's best to-, to do this on uh, randomly generated layers. Am I right? Well, you can do one of ones. You can do, you know, in the NFTs now, they can be super low priced or super high priced. You know, and I was trying to make it where something that was, if somebody's a fan of the show, keep it at the price point, that a couple hundred bucks, and, and you've got a piece of something that's, you know, this from there. But, but yeah, the, the random generated ones, I think, are cool because it's including some kind of AI platform where you can, you know, they're, they're actually creating. And are those um, ones more expensive than two? Well, the, the what the expense is, is the is the hype behind whoever's doing it, or there's utilities now involved, where a utility could be a free tattoo, which I'm sure we get okay. throwing that in there, or like my friends doing one for so Eleven Club in Miami is they're doing some stuff, and you know they're having Snoop Dogg, Travis Scott. Diplo, like all these people perform and that's how big their club is. Like this is a huge club in Miami. So they're doing, they're doing an NFT for that group and they're doing only a thousand NFTs. So it's going to be for the stupid rich people, not stupid and stupid, but stupid, (laughs) just very rich people are going to be buying these expensive NFTs, but they're getting all these perks from buying it from the club. So right. Like going to the club. Yes. Yes. It's your your entrance fee. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to be you're going to get exclusive access to events and blah blah blah. And, you know, our, a lot of people like on my level aren't we aren't doing that. We don't have the money behind that. Oh, we're, you know, we're giving away our services sometimes, or we're giving away, you know what I mean, just some right. cool stuff, but nothing to that extent. So the ones if, that, you know, there's some that sold out in hours that are going for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like it just it's mind blowing. Have you made strategies for controlling the price at all? Uh, we're um, just going to, no, well, you don't control it. Like that's the good thing, the, not the good thing, but, mm-hmm. but you, you control the base price. So, so we're going to probably start at 0.1 ETH, which is right now 300 bucks. It was 250 when we came up with the yeah. price, but now it's 300 because it's ETH, Ethereum fluctuates. But, yeah. uh, 
you know, so 300 bucks and you get a piece of art and you can print it. You can put it on whatever you want. You can own it. You own that t-shirt designed forever. You put it on your Christmas card, whatever. Yeah. So you have to, on our, on our NFT, you have to actually mint. We're going to be including a tattoo machine. So that machine is the key for later on for having the ability to get the cover-ups and to change stuff. So you have to mint both. And the second one is free. The, the machine is free, but you have to mint it. And some people are going to miss out and not do it. You know, but you have to mint the, the NFT tattoo machine. Correct. And then those two will work together. And whenever the guest artist comes to town, basically that's how you can alter your neck, your, your NFT you have, which oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool. Like, like I said, it hasn't been done. They have it kind of like puts the- your character in a universe where even if you can't travel to me to get tattooed, I can tattoo your character. Kyle, you just said it. You got it. <laughs> and you then you it, have buddy. that. And, and, you and that may seem to some. But yeah, yeah, you have that. And it's also of the value, hopefully, unless you try to sell it for less than that at some well, yeah, that's the market dictates the value. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully, of course, you always want when well, you no. buy art, you want it to appreciate and you want it to uh, do stuff. So we are going to op- offer stuff for what's called staking. So mm-hmm. if you stake it, which means you can't sell it, you can't do anything to it for a couple of months. And that'll keep the supply down. And then you'll get to get rewards for doing that. You okay. Know I mean? So. No, that's what I think I meant by strategies too, because it seems to me that you also want to have, you want to continually grow your community because as long as your community has strength that, yeah. or, or has people involved with it or interest, then they, yeah. then it also has value outside of that community. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You, you know, you want to sustain it. You want to make it, we've already got like the next two projects. If the first one goes well, we've already <laughs> have other things that are, along the same lines like i really wanted to you know my friend told me this and he goes people aren't buying the nfts for the art and i'm like why not why can't they buy it for and i didn't want to put out something that wasn't about me or my community of the tattooing you know what i mean so that's why it's tattoo tattoo bomb you know what i mean that's why it's that has tattoos on them anybody can be a bomb you know and the price point's not you know a hundred thousand dollars like not that i could sell it but you know what I mean? Like that, I want to make it where if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of me, if you're a fan of all these artists going to be coming on board, then it's a cool little thing you can have. You know what I mean? So I was trying to make it more about that than I'm going to make a gazillion dollars. You know what I mean? Or Right. Well, that know. that passion, though, or that even interest, it seems, will pay should pay off more than, I mean, in keeping the value of it high for other people. Yeah. It would pay, you know, it would pay off more in that because yeah. now there, then there's more interest in your other NFTs. Yeah. I think the novelty, well, they're all going to work together. Just <laughs> but the novelty of, of that, of, of just knowing that the artists are going to come on board and do more things to the NFT. If we can get that word out and explain it the right way. Would I be able to then end up getting one tattoo on my NFT, on my character? And then he ends up getting yet another tattoo and another tattoo. That's correct. There's, okay. there's six or seven spots on the body that we have tattoos because it's kind of a side profile. I'll shoot you a text later. 
and show See you the guys. Sport. I've been watching it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, those are like, there's about six spots you can get tattoos on and there's, and on the same token, some of the guys are going to come heavily tattooed and some of the guys are going to come with no tattoos, you know, or one like a little small face tattoo or whatever. Um, no girls, no advertisers for girls, huh? Well, that's in 50% the works. of the population. I know that's in the works. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things like you, you, yeah, you, like you said, you can, you can collect a sausage tattoo, you can collect a Kyle Dunbar tattoo, you can collect a Jackie Smith tattoo, you know, hopefully Jimmy jumps on board. Like, you know what I mean? All these, yes. and, and you can, you can rotate them out. Like, you know what I mean? You can get the chest piece from you. You can get the arm sleeve from sausage. Like, I like this idea a lot because yeah, I keep on, I, I know that this is also similar to where video games are going to go. I play video games, Call of Duty, and if their characters were NFTs, then you would have something that you could uh, build and grind. You know, I mean, you could work yeah. towards improving it with skills or achievements or even just putting more money down on it. And then eventually, if you wanted to, you could sell it for a value. You know, right, right. As opposed oh, yeah. to all the time that I waste right. playing games online, meaning nothing. I yeah, could finally be like, "No, honey, this is important." This is this is the funny. <laughs> this is I'm just going to make this up. So, like I said, I don't know all about NFTs. So I'm just going to kind of say this. But let's just say there's the ten thousand pieces, ten thousand NFTs, and you're the fourth guy that comes through, as far as the guy that's going to the guest artist coming to town. Let's say only 10 fucking people want a Kyle Dunbar tattoo. Oh, fuck. I hate them. I, well, I, I like no, those people, so, but all the other is, ones. This is, listen, <laughs> 10 people. Uh-huh. Yes. One year from that fact, if a, a, a minor amount only get it, that makes your shit more rare than all the people that got the other tattoos because there's only 10 of them. All right. So it makes it more valuable. So my, my uh, tragedy one day will be yes. my future triumph. Exactly. Like that's, that's what these trait hunters and that's what they want. The ones that are the 0.01% of, of the NFT. The well, trait now, then also I would hope this is, would be a possibility. I wouldn't know, but this would be a fun one. If then you had a, a unique collection on your NFT of different artists, then that would oh, yeah. also make it rare. Yeah. You could be the guy that, Every time that somebody came to town, you did well. You, there's only six spots. There's only you could have six different artists on you, and then there might be seven right. spots. But, but without with that being said, even like sunglasses, a hat, there's things that you can collect. Riding also, crop. Right? <laughs> well, the background. So we call the, the you know if you've seen our NFT or the, the bum, there's a circle, and we call it the scene. So whatever scene uh. is behind the circle. You know, I got a Vegas one. I've got like a mountains one. We've got a city one, you know, all the tattoo shop, like flash wall, like all these different right. ones. But you can do that one, too. So you don't have to be just a tattoo. You could have a flash wall of. Now, ideally, each time you add these attributes to your NFT, then you would be paying an amount. But also, since there is another minting process and there would be a change, you would be adding value to that NFT. Is that correct? correct? That's correct. You're going to make it more rare because if you're getting rid of traits, mm-hmm. that's also mm-hmm. making those traits less. Like if there was a hundred of them and now there's 99, now there's 98 that had that one particular trait. So, and then you're adding the new trait. So 
And it's going to be cool. Like the, the guy just explained it. Like whenever you're are getting ready to merge the two, or you're going to get ready to do your, we're calling it a tattoo session. You'll have drop down menus and you can physically pick, but you can only do two. You can't do more than that. We're not, you know, you can't change your whole thing, but we're let, letting you do two right. things at one time. So you can take off something or you can add two tattoos. You can take off two things. If your guy's got a hat on, <laughs> but you can tell he's got a cool haircut, you take his hat off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So, right. So, so you can take, so you can take his clothes off. Yes. You can yeah. Probably, yeah right we're gonna get some nipple rings <laughs> we're gonna get one of those Sinead o'connor from the nose to the nipples and right now i'm wondering if they're gonna i mean these could also be done in 3d i would almost assume would you get any of the models on your procreate yet where you no. can turn the model and then you can also place like a tattoo on the model and then I move it up and down yeah it's it's not the cleanest technology, but it's yeah. fucking interesting as shit, and it helps yeah. helps you kind of plan some stuff out, yeah. you know. We're but good. I would wonder if that's also where we're going to end up with, where we could have a three D um, tattoo bum. Oh yeah, yeah. It's some it's you know in the metaverse. <laughs> you never they're building yeah. avatars right now, so we'll see see how that looks. <laughs> it was funny because I I've never I, I went on the metaverse the other day because. The, my, what does that consist of? Is it not? It's is like it a different video, than the it's internet? Like a video game. It looks okay. like a video game. Like I literally was on my phone, I think, and it just mm-hmm. looked like a video screen. And but you could move around, and it, it's and then you kind of push your body out, like you know, there's different views. And mine okay. looks like one of those wooden drawing dolls because I didn't do anything to it. <laughs> you know okay. I mean? Yeah. So, so I'm just this guy standing there, like with a wooden drawing doll, and those got their full avatars all dressed up with wings and whatever else and yeah, they look at the newbie yeah hey there's a wood guy <laughs> uh, that's why i like it man it's original you guys are the weird ones right i'm gonna, I'm so, gonna burn some wood tattoos on mine people are going to be able to get their wood guy and then they trek on down to well, revolt tattoos yeah right <laughs> and they watch you tattoo, right? How, right? how does this work? How do you do a tattoo of the, the metaverse? Like, are they just seeing then a video of you tattooing? Yes, correct. So, okay. uh, like I said, tonight, like just take two seconds, go on there, and you'll see it's the, the on the on the Twitter, you'll mm-hmm. see uh, the mansion, and on the mansion, there's already NFT art hanging on the wall, like not just ours, but other people that are supporting us other like jesse's got one in there there's some stuff like that but basically it's like two big there's gonna be two video monitors inside of there also besides the areas you can dance around with and do whatever you're gonna do uh but there's like just like you're watching the video screen inside of a video screen if it's that sounds right (laughs) yeah you're watching a video screen but you're seeing another video screen there'll be two video options you can watch a live dj it's what makes me know we live in a simulation man yeah is how much we all love simulations now we're going to simulations inside of simulation yeah i i uh I do the same in Call of Duty, dude. That you can go off and play a video game on Call of Duty inside of the video game. Oh, no yeah. different. Yeah, that's no different. Just same difference. I was going to ask you because I've never heard you talk about it, but uh, <laughs> about UFOs and stuff. And I know this is like off tangent, but that's what's your uh-huh. show is called. But yeah, and the only reason I bring it up is because I you, you, know, you had an experience. No, I I've, I haven't. 
Okay. But I mean, I do believe in them. There's, there's got to be other things out there. There's just no way right. there's not. But uh, so have you seen Bob Lazar and UFOs? You've uh-huh. seen it on Netflix, you've seen that? Uh-uh. No, I have to watch it. So yeah, it so good? he was on Joe Rogan, and I that's I was actually with the Sanderm people in Utah, and the guy looks at me like out like point blank out of the nowhere and goes, "You you heard of this, <laughs> Joe Rogan?" I was like, "Uh, no." So I listened to it on my drive back from from Salt Lake, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So I watched the Netflix series the next day, and you know, and then you know how you, we are you you see something and that's what you talk about while you're tapping. right, you know. So, so it's been. Yeah, uh-huh. this is this is probably a couple of years ago. I, this is all happening, but it's kind of been evolving throughout this time. But um, so I tattoo this guy and I talk about it. It's like, oh, you seen this? Oh no, cool. You know, so and I'm uh-huh. doing a sleeve on him. So he comes back and he goes, oh, you'd be kind of funny, but you know, my wife is a therapist and she actually works on people from S4, which is an inside uh-huh. part of Area 51. And I'm like going. Okay, no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh-huh. so fast forward another session. Okay, cool. So she talked to people from there and they're confirming all the things he's saying, you know, type of thing. And then fast forward another time and it's just like, it just keeps growing and growing and growing where it's literally like, you know, the guy's like vomiting like all this stuff on her of like, oh yeah, there's a base on Mars. There's I've met an alien that's 5,000 years old, like just like all this stuff. There is a base on Mars. That's what the guy was saying to her. Like, this is all hearsay, you know. But but, is that what the guy on the on the Joe Rogan show and on the Netflix also said? That's what the like my friend's wife was working on somebody from that area. And yeah, but they're also crazy people from that area. Well, they're they're but so fast forward to like a couple months ago and they actually came back in and I was talking to the, like I talking to the lady directly this time. And I'm just like, I can't wait to like sit down and have you sit here while we're talking, you know, while I'm tattooing. And she was just like, Oh, I just can't wait to tell you all this stuff. And she goes, the crazy part is, is now that I've, I've been working on multiple people from that area. And you know, it's all segmented. You can't work like two people work on one project and nobody knows each other. You know what I mean? All this stuff like that. That's how they worked. Very compartmentalized. So, but she goes, I work on multiple people and they all have the same story. So I just thought that was kind of crazy. Like I, you know, not, not that this conversation would go anywhere, but I just oh, find it fascinating. Fuck that, it. You know, I find it fascinating that it's out there like that. You know, in, in our business of our profession of tattooing people, we get to meet so many people and hear so many stories of different things. You know what I mean? So I just, I I've always, I, I just met Papa Shango or uh, other people might know him as the Godfather, the wrestler a couple oh, of days yeah. ago. Yeah. And, uh, and Darren McCarty, the Red Wings hockey player. Yeah. And uh, who else was that I got to meet? Well, I didn't really meet him. I was a pussy about it, but Peter uh, Dante was there or Dante Peters, the dude from grandma's boy. Anyway, he was oh, doing right. 50. Dude, you could pay 50 bucks and he would smoke a bong hit with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my little my I got to meet Flash Gordon. And he was. Oh, yeah. Like I, I was like, I was like, fan. I was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. You know, Flash. Yeah, the Gordon. guy from Ted. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So 
you know, or otherwise known as Flash Gordon. Yeah, but he actually came to the like we were doing a fan, uh, you know, a tattoo convention at a comic book thing, and Mm -hmm. this last year in in Vegas, and Mm -hmm. and he was set up around the corner, and he came over and hung out, and he was like, oh, I just met Derb Morrison last weekend, and and and, you know, oh wow. Yeah, so it was just great, like this full circle little thing, and he's just like, oh, I like does he get tattooed? I don't, I, I don't, he, I don't think he does, but he was talking about it, you know. He's like, oh, I, I think I could get one, you know. Type of Dude, thing. I'm really so. surprised how many people um, watch our show, like famous people, like Darren McCarty, a legend, a hockey yeah. legend. Yeah, I was at Frank Trigg's wedding. Uh-huh. And, it, and it was Randy and it was uh, Dave, Dave, like the referee guy, McCarthy. And then, yeah, Big was, John, John, Big McCarthy. John, Big John. And you know, Big John's his daughter, daughter tattoos. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I walk up to those guys, you know, like I'm like the only non MMA guy because I went to Frank's wedding. Right. I'm like standing there and Randy goes, Man, I love your shit, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, What? Wow. <laughs> You're Randy fucking Couture. You know, wow. Dude, so, so it is like, yeah, it is like you're saying like the, the everyday person were like, oh, I don't want to take a picture. But man, it's so cool when somebody, you know. Yeah, honestly, I still got to come back off that. Though. I love taking pictures because yeah. it also um, I've already learned this a long time ago. I've got the right amount of fame, kind of. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I imagine you do, too. Like I can still use a public bathroom without everybody, on, you know. Dave Navarro explained that he can't use public bathrooms anymore. And I was like, well, that's probably too much fame. Yeah. But yeah, I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine like Oliver and Chris's. You know what I mean? Like if you're on the season every year, like you are, like that's it's like uh, walking down the road with Clint. I remember that. Like I went to South by Southwest. They had us come out there mm -hmm. and I tattooed in a glass box while Snoop Dogg was playing in another room. You know what I mean? Like it was like some crazy, like Jägermeister had us out there or something, and it was okay. me and Clint, and I couldn't even go down the street, and nobody knew the fuck I was, but Clint was like, "Clint, oh my god, it's Clint," you know. So I miss Clint Cummings. Yeah. You mean then, right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. He's you know he's such a good guy. Yeah, and I thought he was gonna beat it, you know. Oh man, we were hoping. You know, that's why I also like to take pictures of people, right? right. Because one, I'm in a part of their day now, and yeah. like I'm, I'm alive a little longer right. Right. <laughs> as long as those servers yeah. are still there. You know, right. Right. at least that's one on thing the day that I die, there'll yeah. be pictures of me everywhere. Oh, everybody be dredging up pictures of hey, there's Kyle with bald ass yeah. head, fucking shining yeah. in the light. Do you shave your head? Actually, I did now, but but it's been getting to where I take photos. Maybe it's just me looking at it, but I got such oh, a highlight. I, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly I was like, what you're when yeah. the when the light's too bright on your fucking head, I know what you're. Oh saying. yeah, like I got a halo there. I can see through it, and I got the principle going on. Yeah, and so I shaved it off. I went Brittany, but just so I can try and get the Rogaine going again. Now yeah. the problem is, I'll tell you when right I met now, my wife. Mm-hmm. Is go do don't go do the chromosome stuff what's that so you know do you know what prp is no okay so prp is plasma whatever i don't even know just google prp and they take your own my blood. wife probably is right now yeah they they take your blood they spin it and then they shoot it back into your own head to simulate the hair growth okay okay 
So now they have a one-upper of that, which is uh, the the DNA stuff. There's no DNA in it. So the chromosomes, uh-huh. and they take chromosomes from stem cells, or they take stem cells, and they shoot it into your head, and it will make your hair grow like a bush. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, I've done it one time, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. And it worked. It is working. It is, right working. it is not cheap, but it's okay. working. You know, and I luckily, you know, because I'm Joey Hamilton. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I got a deal. you got a deal. Yeah, I got a deal. So, but I, I do you uh, have to shoot a commercial for him where you're like, no, I'm not, no, not just telling you about this. I'm also a client. No, yeah, no. Uh, but you know, it's worked. Like it's definitely like I, you know, I've got the like the, one of my artists was joking. It's like, oh, you got the fryer tuck going on. You know, trying to jab <laughs> as much. But I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So you know, but you I do change you, it. You see it, and then uh, you know I, I I like my hair, so I don't want it to go away. So I I just was looking and looking and looking, and then I found I was like I was using Rogaine and stuff too. But did that make always, your hair itch or anything? Uh, no. I mean, you sometimes people get red scalps and all that stuff. I didn't really find mine too. Yeah, I thought my thinking wasn't as clear. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's supposed to kind of affect that too. If you didn't know that, I think that that's one of the side effects. Is that are you kidding me? I, I don't. I think I read that one somewhere. So I was like, well. So know, it's just another excuse for me, really, yeah. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I just did it probably about a month ago on the on the stem cell one. And, man, I'm telling you, like, not that my hair is like a bush, but you can see my hair, you know, you can see. And it's going to grow more probably from that. They, they, yeah, they yeah. figure. Well, it's supposed to be four treatments, and I only did one, so. If, if you know did you already pay for all four no i, I doing I, like I that didn't, i didn't i did the prp because i thought it was way cheaper for one but the other one like the lady quoted me eight thousand bucks but i was oh <laughs> i think i can't i can't chunk that out so and she charged me you know some money and i just did one and just to see it and i was like yeah that works so if i can get a super disc like 10 percent rate <laughs> but one of my right. guys just did uh the one where they plucked the hairs out and they put him to the front and he gained like an inch in the front of his hairline. No joke. Like I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that worked. So how much did that like, cost? It was 12 grand for that. So Jeez, well, he should have just done the PRP though. No. Right. Well, the, I don't think the PRP, it works as good. Wait, wait, then this, he should have done the stem cells. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think that mm-hmm. that one, if you can get it, you know, it's still like a new technology mm-hmm. and, I say new enough. Like I've know people that take, they'll do the stem cell IVs. They'll do stem cell. Well, I don't have a centrifuge, but I can take my own blood. I got needles and then I got tattoo needles. What if I just spin around in circles with some blood in my, in a cup and then then pour it on my face. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just tattoo it in my head. Yeah. Well, that's what they call blood facials. Like that's the same thing. They take the blood and they smear it all over your face. See, you're out there in Vegas, man. You're up on the cusp of this stuff. I'm guessing that, huh? I'm not familiar with a blood facial. No, that's, that's, that's yeah, a lot of girls do that. It's, it's the same thing as the PRP, but they just take the blood and they smear it on your face. It's supposed to, and then, and then they tattoo it in you like no, no, micro needles or, oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I don't think so, but yeah, micro needling is something too. When you see somebody getting micro needled in the face, I love that because I always like to think about some of the things we do, especially in the treat in the pursuit of money or, or, or beauty. Um, yeah. 
I like to think about it through like alien eyes. Like if there are aliens that we were talking about a moment ago, what they think of people that get their blood taken out of them and rubbed on their face. And there's like, it's a thing. They, uh, apparently these people need to rub their own blood on their face. The Vikings did it all the time back in the day. Right. Yeah, they did it with the blood of their victims. <laughs> right. Or a sacrifice, <laughs> not a victim sacrifice. I, I yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. Uh it, it just seems a little morbid sometimes. Yeah. But I try not to think about it because then it makes me want to think I need to stop eating meat or something. I did stop eating octopus. That's that's my only thing now, I think. No more octopus. Like, like too, uh, grilled or like what do you mean like uh, no octopus i just want to eat they're too calamari? smart okay. uh, yeah they're, oh, they're too, too smart, smart. Yeah. I, I eat squid yeah, fuck okay. squid that's what i'm telling you squid uh-huh. fuck them little bastards of the sea them <laughs> octopus they're aliens man they're from another right. planet or something sentient beings they're the ones uh, that are uh, deep diving in the you've seen the ufo videos where they're like going along and then just plunge right in the water uh-huh Oh, a wow. UFO that does that? Oh, yeah. It's going to get some of its brethren. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what the octopus are just waiting for the aliens to pick them up. They're like trying to figure out a way to make a radio. What was Hollywood's that? Prepping us, I said Hollywood's prepping us for all the real alien shit coming. I always love that. I love the memes. Is that a theory that you go with? Or that they do? Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking. It's late. It was. Rambling. But it might be right. So, like, if, if you never know, if there are these aliens, is yeah. is it really that hard to tell people? I don't. I the, think. The, I think if they said it now, like, like it's almost. Yeah, when most people are like, duh. Yeah. yeah. They, like, but I then they're gonna be like, and they live among Jeremy you. Corbell is that his name? I follow that guy because mm-hmm. he's always one. He's one of the ones that's always putting out stuff. That's from the government, not like he's not generating stuff. He's like, here's something from the government that's was shot from the airplane. You know what I mean? And you could see the, you know, it, that's it's very interesting to watch that. If you haven't seen it, like, go go watch the the Netflix thing I was talking about, like uh, the UFO one, Bob Lazar and UFOs, because he explains right how it, he explains UFOs how they move because okay. he was hired to work on the propulsion system to reverse engineer it, and it was he was saying it was anti gravity. So that's why they have the ping pong effect, like the, the the ball you could it just goes in any which way, and there's no there's no linear propulsion, you know what I mean? So it's kind I of have cool. to watch it because yeah. most of the times I'm scared to open up the wormhole to end up watching some kind of ancient alien stuff. Right. There's just right. been a few things about that that <laughs> I mean I can only take so much of it. I guess I can watch it, but it's like they always they always propose. Have you seen Curse of Oak Island as well? Oh, I was thinking of that when you said that, because, yeah, it's always like, what if? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't I never, watched any of the alien stuff. I only watch documentary. I only watch. Well, they, like that. they do the same thing on that, you know, and I was I was scared to open up that wormhole. Anytime I see a UFO show on Netflix, it's like it's probably them. It's probably yeah, them people. This is the real deal. Like it's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, like he's on Rogan, too, like on a podcast. It was pretty cool. Listen to listen. Must to be real deal. Yeah. Well, he was talking about an element that was uh, not on the elemental chart back okay. in the day. And he was like saying, okay, so this element is what they were working on. And now that element's on the elemental chart. So there's a lot of little things like that. And then he mentions it in the documentary while they're filming. And then the next day he gets raided by like six different agencies because he's talking about it while they're filming. Ooh. 
Ooh, really? Yes. What's yeah. the name of this show? Bob Lazar and UFOs. Bob Lazar. I might have to watch it tonight now. I mean, yeah. it's not yeah, interesting cool. to me yeah. where I was looking for stuff to watch. Yeah. Um, and what is it? Married at first sight. It's getting old now. The good couple's gone already. Oh, Dude, I'll tell you, one of my guilty pleasures is damn 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's good so to have bad. other people's troubles in front of you sometimes, yeah. sir. Well, my you know my wife is Russian, so mm-hmm. it, it's like her mom is her mom actually moved in with us. So, so you guys understand completely because she married your hideous ass so that she could get a passport. Is that what you're saying? No, she's always <laughs> no. Here. she she was here when she was three. So, but her mom just moved in with us too. So now I've got like an off the boat like she's the hardcore Russian baba babachka. You know, where she's oh, like, awesome. Joe, Joe, make light, you know, turn on the light. So did you watch, you watch all the, um, 90 it's days. not married at first sight. Yeah. 90 day fiances. Uh, not all of them, but I've seen, okay. like we did, you know, we did. Have you seen the ones that make the memes? Yes. That, I've seen those are the only ones I've seen. Yeah. Right on. I feel like I don't watch that as often because I feel like I understand that dynamic a bit more. Right. than the dynamic that I that of uh married at first sight. Yeah. Because married at first sight makes no sense almost. Or it's just like a bunch of people that are just like, I think I'm gonna let MTV producers pick my mate, you know? That'll right. be good. Right. They'll be entertaining. Um yeah. and, and there's some of that feet. on there though. There's just some of that on there when they're like, oh I met their girl for seven hours and but you know they say that in person. Uh-huh. But you know you've had related you know relationships with people where you could talk to them on the phone or something every day and you get to know that person it doesn't mean if you see them face to face you know what right. I mean? you could make any connection with any human that way so right. i could see that where like oh i haven't seen him in two years but i talk to him every day so yeah you know the ins and out of that person so but they, they make it seem like oh i've only seen him for seven hours and that's it but we're getting married you know they're crazy for it yeah. Well, but do many of them work out on that show then? Uh, you know, I would say it's probably thirty percent, maybe something. Which there. for for marriages really isn't bad because isn't it yeah. like twenty percent for marriages already? Some of the ones you think that aren't going to work out actually, and they're still together, and some that you think, wow, that's a good couple, and then they're just like, next, you know, they're like, <laughs> yeah, what up? Have you not? Have you seen Married at First Sight? Then I have not. I'm not right on. I don't know. I think I like to watch other people's relationships spiral downwards or something. It's terrible, sadistic part about me that makes me as bad as any Ink Master fan that would like. I love the critique part where they just destroy you guys. Right. I know. Sad part of my part. Yeah. The critiques was a hard pill to swallow sometimes because you the talent level of the people critiquing you like when nikos was critiquing me i'm like going okay i get it you know what i mean i can see he could see what i can do but but when when nunez critiques you you're kind of like you know i used to i used to hear stories that they the other contestants would take you know screenshots of his drawing or his tattoos yeah it happened once. Him, and they would go up and show him like well dude you're not that good so how can you be telling me this but then somebody else will point it later well just because he can't do that he can't tattoo that good doesn't mean he can't 
see it. Gotcha. Right, right. You know, well, so, the uh, thing of that, though, gets to be the point where they're making sound bites because they're shooting for just that sound bites. Right, of course, of course. They're not trying to convince us or show us what's better. They're trying to get a couple of words that they know we'll be on and the editor can work right. with. And in the process of that, they kind of have to get a little personal sometimes. Yeah. And that makes me think, why the fuck didn't I ask you more about Inked? Because <laughs> a long time ago, there was yeah. a show called, what, Miami Inc. And it was pretty much the first show ever about it wasn't, tattoos. It wasn't. Inked was the first show. Was it? Yeah. Inked it was, was Inked. prior to Miami Inc. Yes, it was. Inked season one, which I was not on, was on before Miami Inc. Miami and, and then Inked was on, and then Miami came out, and then I came out to Vegas. I was getting divorced. Two trial for the show, or no, what? no, okay. I was getting divorced, and I was just like, it was like right. That's the place to go for for no, a divorce. No, I'd never been there. Like I've been all over the world. Like I've traveled everywhere, military, done everything like that stuff. So I was like, once one place I haven't been, and then I was big into playing poker. So I literally was like, me and my right. buddy were like, let's go to Vegas for a month. My brother's ex-girlfriend lived here in Vegas. She's like, come stay with me. I got a room you guys can stay in for a, a month. And I'm like, so I brought my tattoo stuff. And I'm like, well, I was tattooing like three days a week. And just, we were playing poker every night, like all freaking night. Like just having fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and Inked was on. So I was like, I'm going to go into that shop and see if I can do a guest spot. I own my own shop in Florida, you know? <laughs> and I kind of was like, hey, can I do a guest spot? They're like, nope, we don't do that shit here. And I'm like, okay. And then, but then the guy goes, well, you could try out and be on the show if you want. I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, we're getting ready to start season two. And I'm like, okay. And then I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So, cause I had my own shop. I had my own house. And right. Florida. I wasn't like looking to move. Whole life. Yeah. And then, so that was like my first week here. Second week here, my buddies back in Florida, like, well, at least try out, <laughs> you know, who knows? And I'm like, okay, I guess. So I went in there and and uh talk to him and they're like okay yeah cool come here tomorrow whatever we'll talk to you so i went and talked to him and then the first interview was okay and then it just kept ping-ponging they were like oh we like you you seem like you're you could be work out and then then and then another guy interviewed me and we're like, you suck you're not you're not <laughs> interesting you have no charisma like nothing. like nothing i'm like okay cool whatever i don't give a shit you know what i mean right. what do you want to do and then the third time oh man then I start talking about like my nightlife in Vegas and their, their ears perked up and they're like, Holy shit. Okay. This guy's got a life going on, you know? So I literally, the last day I'm in Vegas, I'm getting ready to go back, go back through Oklahoma, visit my dad, go back down to Florida. They call me and they're like, are you still in town? I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. And they're like, well, yeah. you start tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, no fucking way. So, but this is what I mean about fate. So uh -huh. about a week before that, I'm driving down the strip which the strip is wide, you know, there's, you can't really go side by side in cars going the opposite way. There's only a couple spots in town. You can do that. Mm -hmm. I'm driving down by where it's cleans the new shop now, but, but down in that area and they're side by side, you can go both ways and you're really just a couple feet apart. I look over and a kid I played poker with in Florida that would come to my house games all the time was driving his car. And I'm like, Tommy fucking paradise. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I yell at him and we pull over and he goes, I just moved to Vegas. I'm running. I'm the GM of bonefish grill. I'm like, no fucking way. And I was like, well, I'm trying out for the show. Maybe, you know, if I get it, we could be roommates. And uh -huh. it's like, I mean, like just things get put in my path that 
I feel like that it's fate or it's something that's just intervening and, go, and helping me with my life. You know what I mean? God? Yeah, it's it. It could be God. You know, okay. I, I believe in that. There's a God. There's got to be something up there. You know, like <laughs> I said, we tattoo so many people, and I've heard so many stories. And you know, I lost my brother about two years ago, and I had a lot of comfort in tattooing people. Okay. And hearing their be- stories because they're they're so yeah. they're they're lost too. The, between losses and then between um, people passing on and coming back. I heard a couple of good stories about that. Like they were coming like, back to life. Yeah. Jesus like Christ they, style. Well, not, not dead for days, but, but in the sense, like technically dead. And then okay. yeah. this lady, like the guy was like, my grandmother's passed away a couple of times and she came back, she'd come back and just, and she would say, know the comfort that there is something afterwards and that, you know, she said, I don't want to tell everybody about it. And I don't want to go out preaching about it because if everybody knew how good it was, people, <laughs> they people would kill themselves. Exactly. So that's why she didn't say it to anybody. Well, what if you don't go there when you kill yourself? Right. Well, that's funny you say that because there was, there was a post by an artist I know, a tattoo artist, that said mm-hmm. he went, he, same thing, but he said he went to hell. He literally says, I went to hell and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> really? That's what he said in his post on social media. So, you know, whatever, but yeah. So it's kind of crazy to think that, that they're, you know, uh, and circling back to the UFO. So I asked the lady, I said, I hope in my time that something gets figured out that we see something or know something. And she says, don't look at it that way. Cause time is not circular. It's linear. It never, or is whatever way she said. It's certain <laughs> times not linear. Said, it's circular. It's not linear. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She goes, it never fucking ends. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's all these little stories get put into our laps that you can take, take it for what it's worth. You know what I mean? I think I've been waiting for a long time. I mean, I don't, it, I feel like, of course, there's life on other planets. Uh, they might have an ability to contact this world in some fashion. Um, I don't know why they would hide it from us so much or like the big secret parts that uh, everybody else. And, and I, I guess moreover, I know it ain't affecting my life. Right. You know, I'm pretty small right. until the, the it comes down like a fucking you know, ship that's going to enslave us all. Like, oh, fuck. And even then, we're, we're like, what, what was I supposed to do? Get an arsenal together or something? I'll right. be all right with my new alien overlords. I'll try to impress them, do some tricks, be like, you know, look at me. I can juggle. Isn't that fun? Right. Don't right. kill me. Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of the same with, like, the war going on now. Like, how much is it affecting our life, really? So it's the not Ukrainian war? Face, you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. and it's just sad. Like, there's whole countries getting demolished, and yes. because it's not affecting us directly in a sense, besides, you know, shit costing more, it's like we're not, as a society, not addressing it like we should be. But who the fuck do you feel that we should be over there uh, fighting? I, I don't know, man. I don't even, I don't like to get into that part of it because I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, of course, like, if is it could it draw us into some nuclear war? Fuck yeah, it could. And yeah. is that what I want? No, it's not. No. I want, but I would like the shit to get resolved, you know, 
be like, nice if people weren't dying. Don't, we don't want our kids growing up in this society where this is common. Like it's just we've been at war fucking so long, you know. So you, when you when you were in service, did you uh, do any wartime then? I did uh, multiple tours over there, but I never really saw any. You know, the, the the closest thing a scud hit within like a mile of where I was at, which is like that's little missiles they would just shoot to go bomb shit, but. Right. Uh, I was in Desert Storm. Like I was in, I was there for maybe three to six months before the war even started. We were stuck in a hangar in in uh, Saudi. I think mm-hmm. we're in Saudi, but I've been all over Saudi, Kuwait, Egypt, Turkey. Like it just rambles. Like I've been all over. Like you tattoo when you're over I there did, at all? I did. Like my last year in, I started my uh the guy that taught me have been to <laughs> this is funny so the guy that taught me how to tattoo was an ammo guy so he was an ammo guy in the military and my friend was like hey you should just meet this guy he's a tattoo artist too and i'm like cool and he said yeah i'll teach you and he'd been tattooing six fucking months you know so he had no right <laughs> teaching me especially back then like 25 years ago like no right, right. To teach me shit and uh and but he got me mickey sharp right off the bat like he got me all this nice. stuff but but yeah my yeah. last my last year in, I was doing tours in Italy. So I'd go to Italy for like three months at a time. And I shit you not, I, I was getting tattooed. I was getting, he gave me a tattoo, like my second tattoo ever. And we were supposed to go on this trip together. And we both had all of our tattoo shit. And I was going to start tattooing people. Like I'd only tattooed maybe a handful of people. <clears throat> and he goes, he st- stays up all night after he tattoos me and he misses the plane to go to that trip so here i am with all my tattoo shit so i just started tattooing people <laughs> wait wait let me see if i understand he missed his plane to go on the trip that you both were going to go on yes we were supposed to both go on this trip to, over to italy okay on yeah. the same plane but he missed but not the plane. not with uh the you were in the air force right yeah, yeah, we both were in the air force, and we both like going. To, it's but, called TDY, so you go. Okay, you, your your you know your group, your squadron goes over there and does a job over there at another base, like support or do whatever you know. Right. So we were we were going over there, and we had both packed all of our tattoo stuff, and we we're gonna he was gonna help me you know learn. So when you get over there, you got all of his work to do too. Is that what I'm getting? Well, that we, no, it's like we were just okay. going to start saying, hey, who wants free tattoos? <laughs> or who wants okay. tattoos for 50 bucks, 100 bucks? <laughs> you, you weren't setting so appointments a, at that point in your career. Yeah, no. I, was <laughs> I thought maybe out. you had his appointments to do. <laughs> no, but no, yes. No. <laughs> I was not booked out. So I was, but you still I decided to do it. Last year, yeah. I was okay. my last year. And I, you know, the first shop I got hired at, there's probably 15 guys that went in and out within a year. So I was like the like, literally I was doing portraits like within a couple of months like I was just like getting thrown into the wolves you know what I mean so it's crazy oh, wow. I look back now like that's why I'm probably not afraid to do anything it's because right. I've always had that like oh it's I've always worked in tourist shops that were like you're up what are you were doing let's get it done you know so but you yeah. learned overseas then well somewhat uh, like I I, I I was doing, I did three months. So I probably knocked out like 50 tattoos. And then I okay. came back and got a job uh, at my first shop. I worked at splash of color. And then uh, what's a uh, splash of color. Not here in Michigan. Oh, is there now there was, it was yeah. uh, like a little, little sh- street shop next to a, 
I think it was Domino's right next okay. door. The back was a screen printing shop and the front was a tattoo shop. Okay. So, Where, what state? In Florida, in Fort Walton. Okay. Beach. Right on. So, so that's I, right where uh, Handlebar Clark's at, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I actually tattooed uh, his fiance or something before, like in that shop, like way back then. Okay. Yeah. So before he was tattooing, of course, and all that stuff. And he's actually like the big area guy in the area now, I think. I feel like I need to go back there now. I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah, put put your you need to stomp on his <laughs> fucking, his, his area a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's my area. Motherfucker just moved in. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, so my brother still lives in Destin, so I've always considered going back there after I get done with here. So, so we'll see. Okay. Destin's right around Fort Walton then. Yeah, I was like, it's like literally they're connecting towns. Like they say, when you get done there, what do you what do you got to do in Vegas? What's left to conquer? You know, uh, nothing. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you got like, two houses to sell. That's your ass to have. Yeah. Um, I, I I always you know I always take when people like when you told me about the shot like I always take people when they take tell me stuff I remember like little snippets of stuff, and mm-hmm. my buddy Jim Perlman was amazing tattoo artist back in florida and you know he's like i looked up to him when i first started tattooing and and he was like don't go to vegas don't go to vegas because it's gonna chew you up and it's, you know it's a it's a rough town and all this uh-huh. stuff. yeah you know and i just i think I, the same thing i just got lucky to be in that shop and you know i didn't get caught up in all the vegas stuff you know with other shops and stuff you so didn't do like, meth you still got all your teeth oh, dude i'm telling you there's there's some people i've met yeah it's bit there is it's drugs are bad everywhere so you know right but but there it's it's prevalent that's often probably what a lot of the people mean when they say that town will chew you up yeah is like yeah. you you can <laughs> get everything way too easy yeah yeah so but yeah it's you know as far as my goals i've always had goals as a person and as a business owner as an artist and you know, my first goal was like, Hey, I want to be known in Florida. I started doing all the Florida tattoo conventions and, and trying to win awards. And, you know, my best, one of my best stories ever is when Dino cooks doing my mom and dad's portrait on my arm. This magazine comes by and goes, Dino, we got to get an interview with you in a little bit, you know, when you get done. Oh yeah, sure. Whatever. And then they, they my friends would come up because i brought like eight guys to enter shit yeah you know what i mean like that's how we're yeah, you're flood yeah yeah, yeah. you're and, local and you gotta flood that one. yo you just won an award yo you just won an award and then he's kind of perking his ears up like what what, what? And, and then i started winning portrait awards so right. he's like really perking up and he's and a portrait magazine artist. people come back yeah the magazine people come back and they go hey joey we need to get an interview with you when you get done <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably one of my you know that's uh fucking awesome moment in my career to say right that, i mean to have that accolades along and then dino we became friends he came and tattooed my other portrait in my living room of my house he came and stayed there and you know it's just it's just cool these friendships you get out of this stuff but uh but get, just get back to my the goal stuff and I, I, yes. you know, I i don't fucking know it's you know 25 years in i i would say that that i feel proud of myself and i don't want to do i'm not trying to toot my own horn Right. But I'm proud of myself for what I've accomplished before the show, after the show. You know what I mean? I feel like that I'm building something that 
is goes both ways. It is a business, but it is it's also bisexual. Helping out, it's uh, it's helping out other artists. You know what I mean? Like it's helping other okay. artists out, and and it's like something that people know they can go to work and have a good time and not not you know it's not stressful it's not like right it's symbiotic it's not parasitic you gotta be fucking working every fucking two seconds you know what i mean but but i just feel like it's a good thing and 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 my my goal before was to get to a certain point and then now Mm. i'm right at that goal and now it's like okay what do i do next you know what i mean what do i Cause I don't want to tattoo. I can't tattoo six days a week. I've been doing it too long already. You're, that, that is what you're doing currently though. You were saying, right? Yeah. And I, I'm just, I need to stop. Like my neck is jammed up. My uh-huh. you know, huge cyst in my fucking wrist. And it's like, it, you know, I enjoy, I love tattooing and I enjoy it. I love like going in. Right. But I just can't. It's just like me getting juked out with a basketball. <laughs> you realize at some point, it's you can't do it anymore it's, it's a young man's game yeah you can't do it like your brain is saying you can do it you know you were on another show as well and and uh then there's the the best thing and sometimes not everything's produced well enough or whatever i don't know why why heart and honey didn't stick around probably didn't build enough star um, power by having return artists I'll, I'll tell you what it was was uh this is what i've heard was that they they he was wanting to basically fran not franchise it but he had investors and that he wanted them there was a two season deal the third season they wanted he wanted them to go to cabo and okay like he had investors in hawaii and in cabo and he wanted the film to be or the the show to be filmed in those two spots like basically move it away from vegas show that he's expanding and not really, they asked me if I want to go to Cabo, but I was like, no, I just started dating my wife. I was like, right. I, don't, I don't want to leave. And uh, so, and they just. Did that never, stress never the actors off. then? Okay. Yeah, it didn't, well, the artists, the, we're, we're, nobody. Artists, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was not like that, but it, yeah, it was, they just, they were stressing the artists, but they had moved. So Dizzle was supposed to go. And they brought in a couple of new guys and they were just going to have a new kind of crew. But I heard right. that that's what kind of, he wanted it that way. And they were like, no, this is working. Keep it here. Right. And just, he was like, no. And then they just could not agree on anything. And that was it. You know, for a year they kept saying, was, Oh, we're getting picked up by somebody else or whatever. And, you know, so the, they must be then the, um, the, network that was carrying it right then you know a and e was was the one carrying it and they just could not see to eye to eye but the you know i don't know what the numbers were even though he had his own investors well yes he had investors in opening more stores oh okay yeah well i can see that that makes more sense they were making so much money on merch it was ridiculous best ink itself didn't uh, do so hot uh, as compared to Ink Masters. And I think the producers right. definitely helped out there. You know, like yeah. I'm I, guessing. I almost was on that show. I really? Was that what I, you were? You were? Did you try out for that instead of uh, at the same time or with yes, the same casting? Before. So season two or three was right before my before season three of Ink Master. And okay. I went out there and I tried out and I did well. You know what I mean? They were like, mm-hmm. I literally got the phone call that there's 20 people left and that you're 99% on the show. And oh, then, wow. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> so 
I cleared my schedule, did all this shit. And then I, I would hear from every couple of days, every couple of days, every couple of days. And then they stopped. And about a week and a half went by and I called them. I said, what's going on? And they said, oh, well, I think that they are not going to use you. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. <laughs> so I, I kind of had a bad t- because that process was a lot harder than Ink Master was. So I wasn't like I wasn't like fiending to go back and try out. Right. But and that Sausage, casting agency wasn't the same. They didn't forward right. it on or anything. Right, right. So Sausage was me and, and they, I, I got talked into going to Ink Master tryout actually. So me and Sausage and a guy, uh, Chris Garcia, all from the same shop, were like, let's just make a road trip out to L.A. Because you had to go to L.A. and try out them. So we went out there and uh, and we were, me and Chris and Walter went tried out. Literally, you know, it's like 10 minutes. You get right. 10 minutes to impress them to actually move on to an actual interview. And not one of us got a call. And so we started heading back to Vegas and literally like about an hour after we're on the road. And after that, they said, we're going to call you by five or not, right. not call you. So six o'clock, they fucking call me. I'm on, uh-huh. on, on the road about an hour into my drive. And they're like, uh, can you be here tomorrow? And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm back. Right. So I had to Three people. I, yeah. I kind of had they're to different. go back the next day after that. So, but that was kind of crazy, but yeah. So they fell in love with the rest is history. Yeah. Jeff, they didn't care for sausage. So that, that year. Yeah. That year they did not pick him. Um, but I remember Jason Clay Dunn from being out there. Cause remember his beard. He walked okay. in the room. He walked in the room, and he was that character. And they were just like, "Holy shit! Look at this guy!" You know? Did yeah. he get picked up right away? I don't. Or know. Are you not sure? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I if they know seen that, I bet he had to. He's got. Yeah. I mean, it's you got to make it through. You still gotta, you know, you still have to do your interviews and do your talking and. Right. Be, you know, you still have to have something to give. For well, he's so funny, so witty, and so quick. And then to also have that anxiety, I would have loved to see him go through that casting. <laughs> right, right. Like that would be well, a reality it's show a, itself. It's a face. Like it's like when people have that anxiety and and all that mm. stuff, they have to like those commercials. They got the the face on the to, mask. To, yeah, to show everybody else. Yeah, and that's not really how they feel on the inside. You know what I mean? So right. No. It, it, well, it, he would get. He was very comfortable in the house. Yes. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, and I would imagine that he would find comfort as soon as, or a, a sort of comfort when he actually had a chance to interview. Yeah. You know, when they start asking him the questions, he's going to turn it on right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd love yeah, to talk I to him. Thought, about I was, it. yeah, I've always thought he was a good guy. Like I really liked him. He was, you know, I think our whole season was a, a group of, misfits in a way because everybody was different you know what i mean there always are they're always different but i just felt like that it was kind of a cool mixture of people that from different backgrounds and different you know everything i feel like it was the coolest season i don't care what anybody says about numbers of anything else season three certainly for my experience from season four to season three season three much better losing season three much better than losing season four yeah for sure for sure. I think you just had that added stress. Like, you know, you, you already knew what to expect, but then. Well, I was out of my water and element too. You know, I honestly, yeah. to put myself in a place, I, I, I was fourth or fifth at best. And uh, even realizing that as you go into, it's a stress, you know, the, like I, I asked Halo to be on the show and I felt the whole time, like he was the number one, even if he wasn't producing, you know, the judge's opinion, 
right. every single right. time. Like he's, he's just an amazing artist. And yeah. so, um, you know, all that kind of played into it too, I guess. But uh, either way, our season just, I don't know, people were cool on season four too. Yeah. And our season was cool. Like everybody kind of did like the Kumbaya part The they were like, man, you guys are all, was cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, and that's, I think that was, I kept telling Walt and Sasha that when he went on, I was like, dude, mm-hmm. my season was awesome. Cause I was, you know, I was hanging out with Jimmy and Craig and, yeah. Colin and Jason. Sausage is getting persecuted by Marshall. Oh, instantly. Like he <laughs> talked, he was like, This is sucks. This sucks. I'm like, going, what are you talking about, dude? You're not having fun. And he's like, No, they're all ganging up on me, you know. And he so, had a like, special bully. <laughs> yeah. This little wiener. I mean, he had some good low liners too. Scott did. Yeah, he did. I'm yeah. Fry, I'm gonna fry that little sausage or whatever. <laughs> he's gonna beat him too, wasn't he? Gonna beat that little wiener. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 okay. So real quick, I listened. Yes. I listened to your thing with, with a sausage. The thing about Scott, and and you know mm-hmm. how bravado he was, and how all this was he was. I, I did. I went back and I filmed the, the one-off one with it was me, Jason, Steve, and him, and we had done the portraits. And I'm just like, dude, you fucking sucked. Like that was, that was not good. That was like that, you know, just like the Wolverine, like it's not a portrait. It's not, you're doing a rendition of something that's not even close. And he had done, I forgot who, what care, who he did, but, but I was just like, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm a realist. Like I look at shit and I'm like, I can admit if it's fucked up. And I'm like, Scott, like you and me and Steve are just like, what are you talking? Like, look at this shit. You, and he's all like, no dude my shit's the best and blah 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 and and i I was getting (laughs) mad because i was like how can you not see it how can you not see it right as soon as the cameras were off he walks over and goes joey just so you know i'll never dog my own work on camera he goes i know it was fucked up he goes but i'm not right and at that point i knew okay at least he sees it because i was I'm like, how can you not see it? You know what I mean? right. But he literally right. was just like, dude, I'm never going to say it. I'll never fucking. And I said, okay, I got respect for that now. I, I knew where he was coming from. But in the right. moment, he goes, don't get heated over it, dude. He goes, don't, you don't got to get, you know, we went to dinner, like whenever it was his season, you know, I, I love sausage, but it's like, it was kind of funny that me and, uh, you know, Scott kind of clicked in a way in a sense because i was like i respect for the guy the guy could tattoo his ass off yeah you know what i mean so we went to eat dinner or something and i'm just like i thought i've considered him a good uh, a buddy you know what i mean just you know how we all are from the show like you we we went, all went through it so we have that yeah it's yeah, a shared on, you know? experience yeah so i just i you know it's sad that he passed and it just kind of sucks but yeah i just i'll always remember that about him like that that i was just as soon as you guys were talking about that, I was like, holy, I was like, I got, I wanted to say that to you. Cause I just thought that mm-hmm. was so funny that he was st- like just so adamant about like, my stuff is tough and raw and bold and all this stuff. Yeah. And then on the well, side, he goes, yeah, I know it was messed up. <laughs> you know? And just so you know, I will never, it's a great gamesmanship because if you don't give them something to write a bad story about, or, you know, yeah um it, it seems it, he also explained to me at one point uh later on that when they would come in he would turn his machine down 
and he would work slower. You know, he'd clean up everything around real quick when he knew they were coming around, take any tidy up a little bit uh-huh. and then just act really calm. Just like no big deal. Oh, right. And while they were through there, I was like, that's another genius gameplay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, meanwhile, the rest frantic. of us are all, yeah. Yeah. yeah, stressing and shit. And like, ah, oh, it's rough on you. And he's like, no, even if it was going hard on him, you know, he'd slow yeah. it down for that little bit, the three yeah. seconds they would come just through. Just kind of be like, yeah, and just kind of sit back, sit up in his chair and sit back and admire his work and stuff. Yeah. What, what it, I thought that James Danger uh, went home far too early. Um, I understood him going home for not doing a tattoo. But uh, w- w- did you have any opinion on a canvas? treat him like that should they had a backup what do you think uh what was the other tattoo i, I mean i feel bad for him and i i think he went home on the phoenix right and then he he refused to tattoo himself is one of the real things right right and the girl was difficult i mean no and watching it oh she was course, she was terrible i think he said this this final straw was i guess the girl wore some clothes that was basically rented from a store and he took the tag off <laughs> she was all getting all pissed off or something but you know i i i don't know it's hard to say yeah he could have tattooed a lot better than he did later on i don't know like i just i don't he went home kind of early like yeah i'm trying to remember the order you know what i mean it's it's well he went home on that day and it seems like it was only three or four i I remember thinking that i was Was that early yeah yeah if it was that early like if he was like in the four then yeah of course he should have been at least like seven or eight Uh, mystical was second who was uh mcmanus was the first one with the bad balloon right mystical went home then I don't know if it was James or somebody else. Did, did he go home before Maddie? Maddie might have went home. First. Maddie was right around there. Actually, Maddie's out here now. Oh, working with you? Uh, she's not in our shop yet, but I'm definitely considering it. Uh-huh. She, uh, she's at Clean Shop right now, but uh, she That's already awesome. came in. She came into our store and was just like, "Ah, oh, you got a spot?" So. So I'm considering it. We just hired a kid. So that's the only reason I'm still considering like not taking a right on is because we just hired somebody. Right. I'm not trying to make it over. It's, it needs to be enough traffic. And I think we're getting ready to be in the summer where it will be. You know what I mean? Right. Gotta be, but right now you're kind of full boat. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to reach back out to her. She just came in a couple of days ago. So that's awesome. Tell her we said well. hi. Yeah. I will. She? Yeah. She seems that's like she's good. doing well. She's, got her kids out here and stuff and so how long is how long has she been out there i think just about a month like not too long okay right on not too long but uh i'm know. giving my wife a lot to work with <laughs> no, <laughs> i'm giving her too much to work with yeah yeah uh, so I'm i think i want to stay i'll tell long. you this my uh-huh. only my only addition to what you should do with your show oh uh-huh, yes my please. two cents my two cents at the end have some music <laughs> like the credits are rolling yeah, okay you that's got it. some music that's it i'll or get even some an intro even i'm gonna get intro. No, to no, put no, something no. on for me no no, no. <laughs> i don't care what you play at your show bro but i'm just saying like when i listened to sausages show mm-hmm. i was kind of like at the end it was just kind of like something a hang up. to play <laughs> like a hang up <laughs> you know like it is bye-bye. rough you know because you know i ain't got show. no music i'm gonna have, yeah. have to pay somebody now like no, here listen to this motherfuckers you're Kyle Dunbar. Just ask for it. Say, hey, who wants to produce an intro and an exit for my show? I think you know? I think that just happened. I think it just got asked for. 
Yeah. I think it, the, the universe is working so well for me at this point that I, I don't even need to do it. Nice. It asks it. So no. Yeah. So thank you for doing that for me. Right. But Joey, I, I should let you go. I know it's even later there, but uh, yeah, I've stayed too long. And I think I've said too much and uh, I'm going to think about what kind of music I could play on the way out of here. <laughs> oh yeah. Put something on there, buddy. But yeah, but in- I, I want to say thank you Kyle, for having me on and uh, thank you, Candy. Oh, we had to setting this all up. And, uh, you know, uh, am I your that first one you had on? You know what? That was my fucking intro, man. I messed that up. You know what? I was going into my intro. I was like, man, you had an intro already planned. This is the one thing I planned I was just saying, how does it feel to be the first winner I've had on my show? Right. Well, I was wondering that question myself, Kyle. Was that am I <laughs> well? Yes, you are. Yeah. First winner, awesome. winner, chicken dinner. Nice. Not nice. the first well, not finalist, but what the fuck does that matter to a winner? You're, you're fine well, with that. Yeah, the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Joey. Uh, right, look forward Kyle. to coming out and seeing you. I do. Man. Okay. So definitely. hopefully we can put that soon. together. Okay. Take care. Talk to you later. All right. And then I'm gonna stay on and talk. <laughs> Instead of having music, what am I going to say, though? You don't know. That's why it's I'm going to I'm just going to talk shit about Joey. Of course, Joey was just here a minute ago. He was just on. Did you hear all that bullshit he was talking? Oh, my God. Obviously, we already know. No, uh, that was awesome for me. Joey's the first winner I've had a chance to have on. And I, I really enjoyed talking with him. Obviously, I could honestly keep talking to him and i realized at one point that you're probably more bored than me so we're gonna end this now but look forward to get back into it on another day and i will tell you about revolt tattoos in future uh my first experience tattooing at his shop in vegas and really why i do like vegas for tattooing and why you should uh probably go out to vegas and get a tattoo from me out there really we should set that up. So get a hold of me. Everybody wants to go to Vegas. And uh, so do I. <laughs> so plan it out for me. And, and we're going to put that together.